Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show. It's the Nooner Show. show. Ethel Merman. Uh, Ethel Marby. I'm a host, Ethel Marty. (laughs) I'm here with, uh, uh, what's your name again? All of us. What's whose name? Giselle? Whatever. Cassandra? Oh my God. Who are you trying to think of? Hello. With a a Lacroix. What? Everybody needs to hear a piece of news. What's Somebody that? got a grooming going oh. on. Yeah, Johnny I guess I, I guess I really got to the point where, where people were afraid or worried about me because it's really all anyone talked about when they saw me was how big my beard was. And I guess oh, really? I just looked like a crazed nut job Looks or nice something. Now. Well, thank you. Um, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. There's I still have marks of the sleep on I my know, face. I know, I see. How do you know that you'd have that? Because I saw in the mirror. Okay, I was going to tell you. Yeah. You have the marks of the sleep. I have the mark the of mark the of sleep. The mark of the sleep. <laughs> on my face. The mark of the sleep. Of the sleep. It's hard to get up in the morning and... It seems as the years go by that the mark of the sleep take longer and longer to go away. Sometimes they don't go away till 6 o'clock at night, and then I'm just going to bed anyway. <laughs> um, I just want to play this one little thing. <laughs> what that... can we do? <laughs> Sorry, what did Cryogenics? You do? I don't know. No, uh, uh, so this was uh, recorded at a Denny's, and I, and I tweeted it out to Dan Etheridge, and of course he already had heard, heard this before, but this is in honor of... Um, um, Dan Etheridge. This is uh, who? Dan. <laughs> there you go. Here we go. Exactly. Oops, I gotta press. I gotta turn up the mic. It turns out. Um, and why the, would you have to turn up? How great is that? Like, Dick Van Dyke and his like singing group are just singing "Chitty Chitty Bang Bang" for the customers at a Denny's. How awesome is that? All right. Well. I'm Top trying that. Top I, that. I will try to in that I walked through the door and what did I say to you? What did I say? Tell I said, huh? Just tell the story. Just tell the story. Oh, as if I, was, I didn't like Oh, as if you didn't. Okay. Well, I walked well, but you were there. I did, but I did tell the story. So you want me to lie? Oh boy, just do it. Are you a, do you not understand the principles of of, you know, acting and you know of what? Oh, jeez. Okay, tell your goddamn. So I story. came in the store. Uh, in the store. In the store. That's Freudian. Um, <laughs> we sell podcasts. <laughs> and uh, and I tripped on your. Which I think you know what it occurs to me. I think I trip every fucking time I come into your house. I think there's something about me and the sill there that don't agree. 
and I tripped on it, and I thought, at first I thought it was, at first Buster Keaton first came to mind, and then I realized, no, it's more like, um, well, you said Kramer, and then you said Dick Van, or did I say Dick Van Dyke? I said Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, that's why the story's good, because I said it's Dick Van Dyke. And then we talked about Dick Van Dyke, and then I this told you... This is how the sausage is made. It's an ugly, boring process, <laughs> no. but it's a I process some, nonetheless. I have an announcement to make. Uh, regarding Dick Van Dyke, it has no, to be... No, complete oh. change of subject. Oh, So that was a complete coincidence that I said Dick Van Dyke and then you had this thing lined up. No. Oh. No, it's because I was trying to lead you into that story. So that you would then... Then it would look like you came upon that quickly or something. Okay. Uh, G- uh, G- Giselle? Yeah. Okay, uh, I forgot to bring my reading glasses and I, <clears throat> I announced that to everybody right from the bat mm. because I'm not going to be able to read tweets. I can read see what? them, tweets, from the tweets. From the tweets? I can't so read them. So anytime you want a tweet read, just raise your hand. And, oh, okay, and someone will read it for yeah, you. If yeah. you tweet it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So tweet, 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 um, yeah. tweet early, tweet you often. Tweet oh, That's at Nooner, uh, Dan, oh, at Nooner Podcast. Whoops. And by the way, hello to uh, um, Vincent and Senior Smoke. And, uh, Good Jane. morning, Senior Smokey. Send me something. Senior smoke. Yes, and Tyson so good. and uh, Good Morning Vietnam, like Warzone, that is Marty's house, is what Senior smoke. Oh, oh, nice. There we go. Oh, nice. And uh, we've got the Tumblr going. That's Tuesday. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, noonerpodcast.tumblr.com. Thank you to Tyson and uh, Darren for keeping that up. So, is what you're saying is that I'm the only person that has ever said to you that they habitually trip coming into your house? I'm the only one that says yeah. it or does it? Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm very special. Yeah. Yes. Anyhow, uh, I guess uh, that makes Dick me Van sad. Dyke sang at some well, school. Well, then you need to have yeah. more hobbies. John. Hmm. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke sang at that okay. school? Near John. And that, that was John's story that I was trying to lead him into that he just talked around. So, uh, but it, anyhow. Ooh, that was worth it. I know. There yeah, is a I'm movie. I'm glad that we're still on it. <laughs> I know. Uh, your hair looks very nice, too. Thanks. Did you do something to it? It looks so cute. I slept on it. Do that more. Thanks, guys. You have the mark of the sleep on your hair. Yeah, I've been it's sleeping good for a your hair. lot lately. So you're sleeping with your hair now. Yeah, I've been. Sli- yeah. I got my wisdom teeth taken out a few days ago. Oh, so I've been. In- Let me see. I can't. Oh. It really hurts to open my mouth. Did you get some quality painkillers? Yeah, but I haven't been taking them. Because you're well, saving them for later, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've got. I've got a concert I'm going to. <laughs> no. I Make don't. sure you drink a lot with the painkillers because that enhances the experience. I haven't been drinking. I haven't been taking what the, the strong stuff. What? Yeah. I don't like yeah. painkillers that much. I actually had some anxiety about the whole going under thing, but that was pretty dope coming out of that. That's what I hear. I've never gone under. Yeah. That was, I was really scared. And then that was actually super fun coming out of. Um, but I haven't, I have, I've got some strong pain medication at home that I haven't touched yet. So when I had my wisdom tooth taken out, my de- I was awake the whole time and mm-hmm. my dentist is describing what he's doing as he's doing it. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm cutting a, Nightmares. a window in your, like Vomit. in your jaw no. right now. Right. Jesus Christ. And then, and then he's like leaning to me, leaning into my body, uh, leaning into my mouth with all his body weight. Wait, 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 wait. He's into your, leaning into your mouth with his body? What? Wait. Oh, body. Yeah, wait. because they got to fucking get yeah. that shit out and, of there. And then, and then like... So you can this, hear it. Oh, there's this wrenching yeah. in my head, that, and it's just a crunch. It goes... Yeah. And then he's like, aren't you glad you didn't go under for this? And I'm just thinking like my, 
my mouth is like wrapped around my ear. My lips are, you know, just because it's all stretched out. And he's just like. <laughs> Did you choose to not go under? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because he thought that it would be better. Would to- you next time choose to not go under? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's what my dentist said. He didn't go under, but if he could go back, he would have went under. Uh, no, <laughs> and then so I wouldn't that's have this, what influenced my decision story. to go under. Because the dentist would go under. Well, because he said, I was like, cause I thought I didn't have a choice. And he's like, well, you always have a choice. And I was like, you don't even oh. have to get the damn thing pulled out. Yeah. Well, that was my choice six years ago. And I got so much pain. Here's my advice to everybody. Get them taken out when they tell you to get them taken out. Don't no. wait until you're taking ibuprofen every other day because you're in so much pain. I, I had a, uh, I had a um, root canal. Oh, and boy. before I had the root canal, the pain was... I also don't like to take painkillers. I hate it. I hate taking painkillers, although I love having them around for when there's pain, right? Right. So I, but I will put off, put off, put off taking them to, to, point, to my point. Uh, this... This uh, wisdom tooth, or is it a wisdom tooth? It was a root molar. Canal. It was a molar that I was going to have this root canal on. And um, I think I have my wisdom teeth, frankly. I think the it's bigger your head, the more they sit. <laughs> and your head is really fucking huge. It's like, uh, it, it's like I I'm hope drawn so. in by its gravity. Like I hope it's okay. huge. I, I don't hope that it's huge. I hope that it's just, that it's the right size for my body. That's all I hope. It is. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, I, thank you. You don't. You have no idea if how nice that head, sounds. Thank you. If you had to have a head that was the wrong size for your body, would you rather have too big. a head that is too, too big, big yep, or too, too big, small? Too big. Too small actually freaks me out. My... Ex-wife had hit my ex. Here, how about this? My ex-wife's brother's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. She was a a larger a larger woman with a very tiny head, and it absolutely freaked me out every time I saw her. I was it made me uncomfortable. Did you just want to pinch her head like a? I don't know. I just got uncomfortable. I don't know what it is. It would be like there's just something wrong, and the world's not right because her head is so small, and it made me very upset. Yeah. So I'm so glad that they... That is yours. Yeah. Um, uh, my auntie have a dog What his head is too small for the body. What kind of dog? A little tiny mutt. So it's a tiny mutt with an even tinier head. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And uh, whenever she go out, people say, Oh, he's, they have a little tiny head. <laughs> <laughs> and she get really mad. Don't say that about my dog. He can't. He doesn't I, understand. I promise you that his little tiny head is not comprehending she that. She take it as a personal insult. Yeah. She have a little attachment with that dog. He's oblivious to it. No, I kind of don't know. Because if I had a really big head, I feel like that might make me... A movie star? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they say that. You know, movie right? stars have. Yeah, look at Cary Grant. His head was huge relative to his uh, body. Uh, Is that true? Yeah. What's his face? Um, um, Casablanca. Um, Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart was. He was such a small person that they had to build that piano to like, whatever eight tenth scale or something in order for him to stand next to it in Casablanca because oh. he's so small. But he has a huge head. So or had a huge I think uh, who's it's the weird one? how small certain actors are. Colin. Like, sometimes yeah. you see them in yeah. person, who's and it's like you're looking Colin? like a. I feel like I'm looking at a Naomi Watts toy. I was I was Naomi next Watts. to Tom yeah, Tom si- right. Sizemore, and he was like a little tiny frail little guy. Oof. Sizemore Which was one? Sizemore. Oh, he needed more he size. Need <laughs> more size. <laughs> oh, Giselle. 
Very like nice. It was right in front of us. Rushing. Right in front of us. Ridiculous pun, but very well done. Well played. Well played. So there is a movie coming out in October called The Birth of a Nation. Uh-oh. And this is not the remake of the D.W. Griffith the film, birth The Birth of a Nation. The Birth of a Rapist. About the rise of... You know, <laughs> Rob so Turner getting out of jail today story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yo, I, I tweeted that. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm. Totally. So... Three months early. I didn't end up in the news this morning, did I'm it? sorry, Marty. We'll, we'll get to our next... Uh, we'll get to Brock Turner after. Yeah. What? Uh, so The Birth of the Nation, the, the original D.W. Griffith film, was about the rise of the KKK in uh, America. You know, to, they, they rose to uh, quell the savage black uprising uh, that was... You know, didn't work, did it? Yeah, no, it didn't. And it, it had actors in blackface. Sawi. Um, <laughs> no, no. So this, this Birth of a Nation that's coming out... Uh, in this October, it premiered at last year's uh, Sundance Film Festival. Did they give it and the same title on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it broke all sorts of records. Uh, it was sold for $17.5 million, and it won a bunch of awards there. And it stars the writer and director, uh, whose name is Nate Parker. And it's, the movie is about, uh, and he's, uh, he's African-American, and he stars as Nat Turner, who led the slave rebellion in Virginia. And it's supposed to be a very... Powerful movie. So it's sort of a Rashomon sort of version of Birth of a Nation. No, it takes place in a different time. Yeah. But like, but so it's not at all like a Rashomon. No. Why'd no. you say that? I, I don't oh. know. I mix up my movies, all right. you know. Uh, but apparently it's you know, a very stark and violent portrayal of an ugly incident of our country's history. And it shows the mistreatment of slaves and white men violently raping black women but then it's come out that Nate Parker, while an undergrad at uh, Penn State in 1999, was charged, along with the co-writer of the movie, uh, Jean Celestine, for raping a fellow student who was supposedly intoxicated at the time, and she was white. Uh, Nate Parker was cleared of the charges, and while Jean Celestine was convicted... Um, so there's been this huge uh, uproar over like, you know, how... Like, uh, how he can have this film and, and how he can basically have a voice, an artistic voice after... Well, he was, he was not convicted. Uh, well, the thing is... They rarely are, John. Yes, well, but, very, but you, can't, are. you can't go on what you think it is. So either we have a rule of law or we don't. I mean, well, and by the way, if you think he raped somebody, don't fucking see the movie. I wouldn't. Okay, well, know? but this, this is worth talking about, though. Uh, John Celestine was... was his uh, conviction was overturned when, and the pr- prosecution decided not to pursue a retrial because the alleged uh, rape victim refused to testify, and she committed suicide in 2012. Um, so there's been a lot of blowback, you know, like why should we support a rapist uh, or an alleged rapist or, or an exonerated rapist, as you said. But um, in response to to it in interviews, he said, you know, I'm 36 years old and I'm learning about definitions that I should have known when I started having sex. That's, he said that to Ebony Magazine. And, uh, and then in Deadline, he was interviewed and he said, I stand here, uh, this is uh, Nate Parker, I stand here, a 36-year-old man, 17 years removed from one of the most painful moments in my life, and I can imagine it was painful for everyone. Um, and that's, basically, he, there's a sense of guilt there that he's reflecting on it with regret well hope yeah you would at a minimum you would regret the incident even if you thought you were innocent you would still regret it happened 
I mean, that's, I mean, what are you, what are you saying? I mean, is it, he had a sense of regret and therefore what? Uh, well, I, I, it implies some sort of guilt. You could, you could uh, glean that from that. I don't, um, I don't know that that's true and uh, that you can, I don't, I don't, that's the dangerous slippery slope in my mind when you start deciding what somebody means about something. I mean, and let me, re, let me restate. If you think the guy is a rapist, you absolutely shouldn't give him money to make his movie. You shouldn't go see his movie. You shouldn't help him make it. You shouldn't be in it. You shouldn't do anything to support somebody who you feel is a rapist, you know. And whether he's a rapist or not, A, he wasn't convicted, and B, he is, like he said, 17 years removed. And so I guess the question is, do can can people be rehabilitated? Or, or is there come a point where somebody is, is uh, no longer held... Um, who has whatever paid their debt or whatever it is, does that happen? Or does somebody have to carry something around for the rest of their life? I mean, he, but by the way, my guess is that he's carrying it around for the, okay, all right. Here, I'm going to put a clock on you, Giselle. Hang on. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And you're up, Giselle. Hang on my man and woman clock. There we clock. go. Yeah. There we go. Man, woman clock. You're, you're on, Giselle. I'm just waiting for you to stop I'm making done. sounds. I'm, ah, sounds. <laughs> they come out of your mouth. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, I, you, but I should listen to you now. Whatever you like. Okay. I was just waiting for you to finish your point. Oh, there, there we go. That's that's a more that's a better way to say it, isn't it? Did I hurt your feeling? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Did you mean to? A little bit. Yeah. Well, there we go. So it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it struck me. I don't. Uh, Sometimes they don't let people apologize in a nice way because they're afraid of what the law is gonna do. This guy, the part that put me off of this guy is that he don't say anything nice and uh, taking responsibility for what he did. He he don't say, listen, I'm really sorry, I behaved badly, I did not know at the time, and I would do things differently, I really hurt this lady, and I'm sorry that I did it. He have not said that, that I have heard. He say, it was the most horrible time in my life, and... And he said, I, I never I can, thought about consent as a definition, especially as I do now. Yeah, so he's full of justification and talking about his own pain from the ordeal. But I don't hear a lot of sympathy or regret for how his behavior affected this lady, regardless of what the law say. And it makes me sad that he have not do that. I know that sometimes people say, well, you can't apologize because then it's an admission of guilt and you will go to jail. Whatever, I understand from the law. But it's too bad because... Uh, I would like to hear him say, you know. I if couldn't. I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. I think you're absolutely right, and I think that he has. He's not there yet. He's not at this place yet, and 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 you should you should not support him. I'm not going to. You know. I mean, uh, it, it, not not because I think that he's a rapist, or not because I, I claim to know anything about what happened, but because apparently something did happen and he has as marty points out does sort of acknowledge that something happened and he doesn't seem to be taking responsibility for it so in that case he's just another fucking you know whatever like i'm not interested in his movie and i'm not interested in what he has to say and i'm not going to support him now if there comes a time where he goes oh my god i've had a complete change of heart what a how wrong i was i've just given three million dollars to the rape rape crisis center down the street and help build out whatever or like i'm trying to teach college kid boys exactly exactly what consent there you go because i didn't understand it precisely probably in his head what he thought 
at least in the, when he was in college, what he thought rape was was the kind of rape that he's portraying in his movies, which is violent, you know, violent rape. But if you're having sex with a girl who's unconscious, that's rape. It's I, I, just the same. I, somebody, I heard somebody say like I, I don't. I'm going to try to remember what the context was, but they used the term non-consensual rape, and I thought, how does how what's consensual rape? It's not rape if it's consensual, right? I mean, so non-consensual rape just seems like you're trying to move further away from the word rape or something. I've you're, never heard that. Term. I'm telling you, I will find it. They said uh, they called it, and it was um, it was in the news. Uh, not was it that lawmaker? Something like that, or a, yeah, some lawyer for a guy, or what? Something yeah, exactly. The whole thing that just kind seems of like a guy who has a, a a shit ton of pride and doesn't know. How to properly, like, I mean, it seems like all he, if, if this is all he's saying, then he's only just talking about his experience and what he has been yeah. through, you know, exactly. and. And he's not going to, he's certainly not going to wake up any faster when you give him millions of dollars and, and put him on in the movies. You no, know? he's just going to become more and more of like a Sundancey fucking. You know, yeah, I have the great film, or I'm, I'm doing these great messages, and yes, I've made mistakes. It was the worst time of my life. So, <laughs> so what, what? But, you know, like, but never is he saying, but a girl is dead, and it's possibly yeah. because of me, and like, you know, I what's, wasn't convicted, yeah, what's, and what's like, right. oh, this happens all the time. 97% of rapists go unconvicted. Yeah, he's, he's not there yet. This, That's he for needs sure. to at least be spouting these facts. If he doesn't want to straight up say, I'm sorry, say, I misunderstood. I, I misunderstood the meaning of consent back then. That was 17 years ago. I'm 36 and I have a, and I, and I've learned a lot. And I, for and example, a- this, 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 this. Not like, that was a hard time for me because I had to go to court a lot because, and, and I might have almost got sent to jail because me and my buddy decided to have sex with a drunk girl because we thought that it was okay. He sounds really stupid when you do Well, him. he sounds yeah, stupid in my fucking head. Very, like, yeah. Uh, stupid. So it, if he did that, you would think, okay, well, if he makes a good movie, then I'll see it. Mm. No, I'm. Uh, well, first of all, the movie looks stupid. Come on, it looks ridiculous. Woody Allen makes good movies all the time, but he still does hit what he does. Oh boy, he made one good movie. He just repeated. Um, <laughs> oh, so so you don't watch his? <laughs> oh snap! Actually, he's not a really good example for someone that I would use because I haven't really seen a lot of Woody Allen movies. Uh, oh, he's and, great. And the ones that I have seen haven't been, you know, my favorite. He's yeah. one of the best stand, so it's like, stand-ups I guess. It, I, I guess my question is, like, when it comes to art, what, you know, what level, if the person is bad, like, how do you, how do you separate that from the art? And, and when, when is it okay? It's an excellent think? question. Like, uh, it's an excellent question, Marty. I, I've wrestled with that many times. Like, I don't, I've said many times, I don't want to hear these people talk like I don't want to hear Gary Oldman go on a talk show and turn who I think is a fantastic actor and like talk sort of misogynistically again about uh, Isabella Rossellini you know it's just sort of like like some sort of frat boy douchebag I don't want to fucking hear it you know it's sort of like oh man now when I go to the movie and I go to watch him it's going to be hard for me to like forget that he's a douchebag you know I've actually had that now just don't let him talk Amy Schumer uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, there's a... I liked her. Why don't I like her anymore? I'm, it's, I'm having a hard <laughs> time because it wasn't even her specifically. <laughs> but it was one of her staff writers, Kurt 
Metzger something. Metzger. Metzger. And he went on this, like, if you ever just want to see, like, a fucking complete meltdown, you can check Uh his, like, Twitter a couple weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. Because there was a guy who was kicked out of um, UCB New York um, because he was accused of raping several women. You talked about that, didn't you? Well, no, I talked about the guys who have been kicked out of UCB LA. Yeah. Um, so what this you're was saying about, this is, a, is there's so a pattern West Coast in UCB. Was first, though, West, West Coast, Coast was first. Okay. Let's be straight up with that. Right, West Coast right. got those rapists <laughs> first, yo. Um, but no, they had they have a guy who got convicted who got kicked out of UCB New York and a lot of the theaters in New York and so Kurt, you know, what's his face just went on a fucking tirade, lost his mind. Um, As he was he was attacking the the accusers. He was attacking the accusers. Oh, okay. He he was attacking the fact that UCB went on their own fucking police investigation and stuff like that, and that you know if these women were actually raped, they should have went to the cops. Yada yada yada. That whole thing. That whole. That he, whole, he mocked the victims and yeah. Oh yeah, he made fun of a lot of the people. He kind of just lost his mind, and so and it was very public, and a lot of people were tweeting. To Amy Schumer, asking why he still had a job, and you know, like why she wasn't saying anything because you know he was saying things like, "If you're trying to get me fired, like it's not going to work," you know, things like that. And so, Dare, daring, daring them to or whatever. I don't know what I mean. He was it's just a meltdown, kind of losing like said, it. Yeah, yeah, he was having a meltdown. I mean, and actually, since then, he has spoken on the phone with a couple of the victims and um, a couple of the people online who he was. Um, fighting with and has now come to admit that he had a meltdown and, you know, like oh. is now on the side of the, you know, victims. And this is, that's happened since, but I well, don't know. Good, Amy right? Schumer, Amy Schumer's whole thing. She did an interview and she was talking about it and she was saying like, you know, Kurt's a friend, but I don't condone what he's saying. And I just wish that this wasn't ending up on my doorstep and yada, yada, like kind of just being like, why are you doing this to me? Me, 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 Right. And she's like, I, you know, the shows, uh, he's not employed by us because we don't have a show. Exactly. She was just like, nobody's employed right now. I mean, we're not on the season, like AKA, like I haven't fired him because nobody's employed. You know, she's like, we keep him on because he's got such different views than us. And like, sometimes he makes us furious, but it helps the show like these things. And it's just like, girl, like, why can't you just say like, one of my comic buddies had a meltdown and he's acting like a psychopath and this is not okay. Like she couldn't just, I don't know. I just didn't like how she handled it. And it kind of was like gross to me. And, you know, I'm just not not a big Amy Schumer fan anymore, unfortunately, because I really liked her, but now I do not. So I'm, I'm trying to get over it. I can't blame her for what her one of her staff writers had a meltdown, especially since he's well. But you never, kind of are. I know. Well, yeah. I know I am. So you can. I guess I can. You're I able don't to. Want to? Yeah, but I can't. But you stop have no myself. control over what you do because you're not employed right now. Yeah, I guess. so. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems you like asshole. she was she was all about her brand. Yeah, I think that I, I I guess you know when these issues come up, people become very egotistical. They become defensive, and uh, as opposed to being sympathetic and and saying being thoughtful about how they approach. I feel what like they say. I I think that there's a lot of men personally who I think need to treat rape cases the same way that a lot of us treat Black Lives Matter. Rather than saying, 
what we should have done rather than, a, you know, like trying to get involved, being like, you know, all lives matter, like saying th- blanket statements like that, or rather than telling rape, well, why didn't you go to the police? Just take a step back and say that and, and accept that you don't understand because you're better off silent and asking what you can do to help rather than saying your opinion and being like, well, if you really got raped, you should have went to the police or, you know, if this happened, then this happened. What are you gonna do? Like hu- husbands rape their wives. Who is it that who is it that you're saying understands better than who doesn't understand? I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying that if you if you're so, if you're someone who genuinely doesn't understand, like why every girl who's been raped doesn't go to the police. Well, but everybody thinks they understand. I mean, how are you? Who's going to arbitrate? Who understands and who doesn't understand? I mean, everybody who says something and opens up their mouth and gives an opinion thinks they understand. I don't understand. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, but you're also not saying what she's saying. You know, you're also not, you're not saying, well, why don't they just, or why because don't they just? Because he knows that he doesn't understand. Well, but I'm just saying the people that are saying, why don't they just, they think they understand. I guess, yeah, you're right. I just, that that's, it, that's what ends up doing more damage. Like Michael Che was, went on a fucking tirade about this shit too, about, from SNL. He went on a whole thing about UCB New York and their little police squad and how, you know, it was bullshit that that guy got kicked out of the thing. And he doesn't give a fuck. He hasn't apologized or had any sort of thing. He's just a nasty man, in my opinion. But it's exactly like what you said, John. Like, when you hear people talk, like entertainers or, or whoever, you know, sports people, just I, it just makes them I don't want so to, I don't want the quarterback to talk. Yeah. I just shut the fuck up it's and so throw silly the ball. when you watch Colin Kaepernick talk about why oh he's my God, doing it. Oh my God, what an I get idiot. It. What I get why he's doing idiot. it. I totally get why you did it. He's I get why he's idiot. doing it too, but when he, saw, when he talks about why he does it, he sounds like a fucking like idiot. Like a fucking moron. First of all, you get $180 million like from this, the system of A, this sports, which is a part of this country that allows people to make, and you're like not going to like stand, like first of all, I don't give a fuck whether he stands up for the national anthem or not, but to just go, oh, this country is a horrible place that gives me $180 million that I couldn't make anywhere else doing anything else because I'm a moron that can throw a ball and that's all I can do. There's a, there was an argument that I read yesterday that says that if, you're, if you support Trump and you're also mad at Colin Kaepernick, then you're kind of contradicting yourself because they're basically saying the same thing that America has problems and needs to be fixed. My, you know, my, ch- my kid, my kid, my teenager said... I don't. Uh, I said I don't like it when Trump says "Make America Great Again." Why isn't America great right now? And you know, from the mouths of babes, it, it's like uh, you know, I agree with them. It's like what that—that's sort of fear mongering. Well, that's what, uh, you but know, that's what they're saying is like you're burning Colin Kaepernick's jersey, and meanwhile, Donald Trump is saying. You know, not the same exact thing because Colin Kaepernick is standing up for well, black I, people, people I am, of color. But yeah. you're not. You're. It's the difference of burning a jersey and possibly electing for president. Well, it's kind of like what, what Giselle was saying a minute ago when she's going, "Oh, was this like a politician that was saying this? Was this a, you know?" It's sort of like, yeah, you get you, you you can you know exactly what to expect from a guy like Donald Trump. He's he, he he's a he's a known quantity. So to sort of take what he says. And go, oh, we should try to make sense out of this is kind of folly, right? Because he's yeah. going to say whatever he needs to say because we know that he's self-serving and we know that he's, uh, so, you know, it's... Uh, I just started ignoring everything about him. I can't even, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Everything uh, he writes and... But, you know, yeah. But he, what an ungrateful punk, you know? Oh, Kaepernick I know. Is. I, I disagree. I think he, it's his right, 
you know, I we're think not that, talking about whether it's his right. Of course, he's a right to say whatever he wants. No, but that's not what we're talking about. No, that is what I'm talking. Oh, about. that. He, oh, yeah. Okay, then I agree with you. He has a right to say that because, like, you know, if, I think that you know we're talking about people uh, who are celebrities being behaving badly or, or just uh, or shattering their their image. But at the same time, if you're a celebrity and you feel like you have something to say, you have a you have an audience, and you you might want to use that, exploit that, you know. And whether it's your foundation or whether it's because you feel like Black Lives Matter, he does have a platform. For yeah, it. and you have a platform, well, and, and you and, and you know, and, and we watch these talk shows and we listen to these interviews, so we are culpable in that as well, you know. But you know, you know yourself that you go on twitter and like a facebook or whatever it is and like gene wilder dies and you We're know talk about that and you know that i like you like like most you know people he, he was absolutely a hero and a and a wonderful you know performer that that we feel very strongly about but uh, actually let me not even take that example let, okay here is here with that example and then you would like tweet to like his kids so sorry about the loss of your father. And you know goddamn well that you're not really talking to his kids when you tweet to his children. You're not really going, oh, you know, you are going, hey, everybody, look at me. I feel, I feel sympathy for Gene Wilder's kids, me, 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 me. And you know that that, that sort of line between, you know, if you really wanted to comfort his kids and they, and they really gave a shit about you or you wanted them to give a shit about you, you'd like write them a letter or you would go find them and give them a hug or something. You wouldn't like tweet, hey, just thinking about your dad right now. It's all about you. I mean, you know, and we all fall into that, right? Like all of us have, have gone onto Facebook and liked some thing or whatever. And it's sort of like the act of doing that. Yeah. Of course, it's a good, you know, it's a nice sentiment, but is there, are there, are there uh, mitigating ulterior motives, you know, to that sort of thing? And, and then when you put it on steroids, like, like you're saying, somebody that has a huge platform. You liked my tweet about Gene Wilder yesterday. I did. I, that, I, that's why I'm including myself in this. And I'm mm -hmm. saying, you know, I agree with you. And I want to sort of participate in the conversation of, you know, honoring Gene Wilder. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you what know. What was your tweet about Gene Wilder? Uh, R.I.P. Gene Wilder. This one really hurts. He was brilliant and unforgettable. That one really did hurt. Yeah. He was... Uh, but he was 83. Uh, yeah. I wasn't surprised. I think Giselle has something to say. No. Oh, you don't? Giselle. I'm, I'm grieving privately. Did yeah. you, did you, did you, were you familiar? Well, I just want to, here, I'm going to tweet, I'm going to tweet to you and tell you Giselle? how, how, how. Are we, did you have, uh, are we familiar with Gene Wilder? Yeah, I, I, I've seen all of his movies. Which was the best? I like them all. Mm. I, I remember at the time, uh, though objectively I don't think it was the best, but at the time I was crazy for Silver Streak. Oh, I like that one. When the train went smashing through, I'd never seen anything like that yeah. on in a movie. When and it, it was so funny when he come out of the bathroom. I know that <laughs> was, <laughs> it's like transgressive. Yes, I I don't think you could get away with that. No, now. you could not. But it, hey, you jive, Turkey. It was really funny, and everything he do was just great. He was a, a hero to me. I. I really liked him very much. And what was heroic about him? Uh, uh, to me, um, as a person who uh, is have what they call in this, I see, I mean, 
Oh, there went integrity. My, there went my words. No, no, uh, I have a character face. That's what they call it in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was a leading man with a character face. Right, right. So and so I just like him because he's not classically good looking like the Colin Farrells or the Vigo Mortensons and these types. Uh, he's he's funny looking, and <laughs> but he play all kind of roles and mm-hmm. that he just have that funny balance of anxiety and uh, intensity. intensity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a sense of clownishness. Yeah. And, um, but never. But he was but never he, silly. He was never. He was never the fool, was he? He was never. He he he. Even even when he was his silly or characters always had sort of a certain sense of gravitas. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the producers, yeah. he was the straight man, but mm-hmm. he was pretty. He had some silly moments, you know. Right. You know, but he was never a fool. I'm saying he was never. He, he you never like went. Oh, look at that idiot. You know, well, that, that's one that kind of one of the rules of improv that we, I learned at Groundlings is you you don't play somebody dumber than yourself, and uh, and I think that he played everything at the height of his intelligence, and that was that was really good. He, um, you know, when he auditioned for the role of Willy Wonka in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, they changed it from Charlie in the Chocolate Factory to Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Um, and because of him? Well, I think so. I th- or maybe his agent demanded it. Hmm. Oh. But uh, he insisted, uh, he accepted the role on one condition, and he said in, in an interview, um, he said, when I make my first entrance, I'd like to come uh, out the door carrying a cane and then walk towards the crowd with a limp. After the crowd sees Willy Wonka as a cripple, oh, choice of words, uh, they all <laughs> whisper to themselves and then become deathly quiet. As I walk toward them, my cane sinks into one of the cobblestones I'm walking on and stands straight up by itself. But I keep walking until I realize that I no longer have my cane. I start to fall forward, and just before I hit the ground, I do a beautiful forward somersault and back, bounce back up to great applause. And so the director said, well, what, why? What would you do that for? Oh, then he said, well, because from that time on, no one will ever know if I'm lying or telling the truth. Mm. Oh, it's really, really smart acting. And he put that in. Yeah, yeah. That, it that, was it. Oh, that was there, oh, yeah. I did not know that. I remember well, did you? I mean, did you know he much. he wrote Young Frankenstein? Frankenstein. 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 Yeah, he co-wrote it with Mel Brooks. Yeah, and actually, I have a a little sound clip because you know they they would argue over it. Oh, um, and uh, this is a little interview. This is worth putting my headset on for. Yeah, this is Mel Brooks talking. Oops, again, I got to turn up the thingy. Sorry, I'm telling myself that. And I didn't want to do. I was so wrong. I said no. If we do putting on the Ritz, a musical number, if we do a musical, we'll tear it. It's beautiful. It's pristine. I, I had that the other way. I thought that you would have been the one that. No, was. no, it was Gene, and he he said. Uh, and finally, one day I came in and said, I'll, uh, I'll shoot it. Yeah. I'll shoot it. We'll see. Yeah, what do you got? And he said, he said, well, why did you, uh, why? I said, because you were, you were so passionate, so insistent, and you so saw, saw it that I said, there must be something. So I said, okay, I'll shoot it. I can't imagine, like, it, it, was he volcanic? Everybody gave, was every, he, yeah, <laughs> we every, have to do every, the Yeah, thing. everybody gave me, yeah, he was volcanic. <laughs> he was nuts. But everybody gave me credit. And the truth is, it was. 
I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's an artist like through and through. Like, uh, and as an actor, uh, it's some, I, I don't know. I, I just think that that's why he was a leading man, I think, because he had that conviction and, and freedom. And freedom, yeah. A while back, I, uh, I doxed him on the internet. You what? I doxed him. What's that mean? I found out, uh, well, I, I don't know. Stanford, Connecticut, you published his address? I did not him? publish it, but I found his address, mm. his home address. And I had a, I just had a fun time imagining going to his home to meet him. Of course, I would not do that, invade his privacy, and he would just think, who is this crazy lady with a character face? Uh, <laughs> That's a younger female me. <laughs> she has a phrase for broadcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I had, uh, but, uh, but I had a nice time imagining him at his house and me having a cup of tea with him. I feel like I've also had a time where I daydreamed what it would be like to meet him. This is very bizarre, but now that you're saying that, I'm... I think I've thought about meeting him. I've like he's one person who I always, always, always wanted to meet. I feel that maybe he was very serious in his regular. I think he was life. too, and maybe it would have been like one of those things where you don't want to hear the artist talk. Probably, I think that like, oh, ignorance you're is bliss. Serious, here. a guy. Yeah, after the eighties, uh, his movie career basically ended, and he did some TV. Didn't he kind of stop after Gilda Radner died? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She died when she was forty-two, and uh, and then he wrote novels. He wrote like. Uh, Like sort Five of, or six or yeah, something, yeah. 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 And what a great way, and I guess that's what Gene Hackman's doing, right? He's writing books. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a nice thing to be able to do. And My like, time in the birdcage, when that one guy ruined the whole movie. <laughs> well, the, to, to it's Giselle in the, It's in their DNA. They have the novelist Gene. Oh, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Because the wordsmith, because they're both genes. Come on now. That's what happened. Come on now. I'm changing my name to Gene. Yes, you are. We'll call you Gene. Well, to, I think to both of your points, there are certain people that, that, that come across as so themselves. You know, they're so that you feel like, oh, I could actually talk to that person and that person would talk to me. And I think that he was one of those people, right? That was just so purely kind of coming from such a pure place that, I mean, you know, you felt like, 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 uh, that he would be, you know, He'd be nice to you. Yeah. yeah if you talk to him, you know? Um, Even if he might not be. <laughs> yeah. As it turns out. I would love... Big Gene. rapist, Gene, Gene Wilder. Whoa. Is that too soon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had Alzheimer's, so he didn't know what he was doing. How, how, they say he died from complications of Alzheimer's. What does that mean? There's a lot of stuff means that goes that down. Alzheimer's is complicated. It could mean anything from he wandered in front of a truck. <laughs> to, <laughs> Too, he forgot to breathe, or he took too many medication, or he thought he was a pilot. Turns out, not a pilot. <laughs> like, some people handle Alzheimer's differently because some people die pretty early on because they. I feel like it comes with like the human, the human will, you know, oh, a little yeah. bit. And then sometimes people live with it for fifteen years, and that's when you know you hear about people getting violent. And, That's a, it's a nasty, nasty, nasty yeah, disease. So it, it, I think they, they said it, they associate it with uh, the Western diet of lots of meat and high-fat animal products, animal I, fat. I don't know about that, but it, it's a study it, it is, um, it's 
it causes a, a, a buildup of abnormal proteins in your brain, and that, can, that starts to kill off uh, brain cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and people can die from losing too many brain cells, but most people die, I guess, there are infections that happen. And yeah, I think he had sores. something else, too. Um, they also frequently have uh, b- brain, uh, blood clots and um, have difficulty swallowing, so they'll inhale food and get pneumonia that way. And So there are all sorts of complications that can happen when your body starts to dysfunction. I think his kid said that like it wasn't so bad that he was forgetting the people who were really close to him, though. Like... Before he died, and also didn't they didn't really even tell anybody until like a couple months ago? Did you ago read that, that quote about it. why he didn't want anybody something about to know? like so that kids could still like he didn't want one he couldn't bear the thought of one more person I, like, not, not having a smile crying when I read you know, that I was like on their what face in the world and like beautiful. him can still walk he can still walk down the street and have kids call him Willy Wonka and like that's oh fantastic. I'm gonna cry right now thinking about it holy yeah. balls okay well on a happier so note sad. guys um, today. Is a listener's birthday, a sometimes listener. Oh. Yeah, his uh, a sometimes listener. His, well, his name. So is, let's sort of celebrate his birthday. Yeah, no, it's Caleb. Caleb. Uh, oh, yes. So happy birthday, Caleb. Uh, I'm, Caleb is turning twelve. Oh. So, Caleb is turning twelve and, and listens to our podcast. Yeah, so God bless some, him. I, no, I have a problem with his mother. What kind of parenting are you doing? Awesome. Awesome parenting. John Piricello. <laughs> awesome. Say anything. Awesome parenting is what that that is. So uh, happy birthday! And uh, do you, do you guys happy have birthday? A, what movie? Happy what, birthday, what Caleb. What movie or advice should we give him? Like uh, what movie he, should he watch? And what Birth of a Nation? Birth of, <laughs> both, of both both ones. Yeah, <laughs> both watch ones. Him, support- watch him, compare him, and like we expect a paper by the end of the week, mm-hmm. a, a rough draft with three pages, three double pages, space. double spaced. Yeah. Twelve years um, old. Twelve I, years old. I think yeah. that. If he hasn't seen the original Bad News Bears, uh, that's a great. Oh, movie. have you watched it lately? Yay. Yeah, it holds up. Holy man. cow, does it hold up? In fact, it seems cutting edge. It's very subversive. Yeah, very unpolitically very, correct. Very unpolitically correct. And um, the Bad News Bears. Yeah, I like I like Wally. I think Wally for, is for a twelve-year-old. I'm I'm well Wally's over twelve, and it's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. I've never. Do you think a twelve-year-old would like? My twelve-year-old liked it, and Wally. and 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 that was that's a, the reason I say that is there's a movie that like anybody of any age of anything can go. In fact, you would hardly need to speak English to be able to watch. In fact, I think a person who's never spoken a word of English could watch that movie and enjoy I it. I think it's hey. about time that we all revisit Wally too because it, you know, all those fat people walking around or not even walking, around, floating, around floating around on, on their, their segways essentially. Um it's coming true. So yeah. Yeah. But what's yeah. a good movie that would lead someone from 12 to, you know, the adolescence, you know? Behind the green door? Okay. Um I was looking for something a little oh. more. You have a, do you have an idea? Are you just I was waiting? The Bad News Bears. You know, oh, I think okay. That's a good that one. was so good. <sighs> wow, that would lead. Oh, by the way, I have a, a favorite to anybody listening. Can you just tweet whatever uh, URL that you're listening from? Because I can't seem to find this one. This is like an ongoing nooner. So, it's so almost please, like part just, of our character just, just that nobody go can to find your, it. Go to the address bar, cut and paste into the uh, tweet thing, and. Uh, it's just a it. smartcast one. I don't know, um, but anyhow, happy birthday, Caleb. We'll think. We'll continue to think of Caleb. Don't 
get addicted to sugar and processed foods. Fuck yes. This is advice for a 12-year-old. Fuck yes. Whatever your friends are eating, if it comes out of a box, it's probably not good for you. Cook with ingredients, child. My friend who who's uh, who has older kids than me, they're probably, you know, they're in their 20s now. One of them's in med school. Both of the kids, the older one never gave sugar to, the younger one gave sugar to. To this day, the older one does not have a sweet tooth and does not is not addicted to sugar, and the younger one has a huge sweet tooth. Mm. It's 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 it is a, there is a biological element to it, and I'm going through that with my kids right now. In fact, I, hand to God, yesterday I said, you know what, we're not even getting life cereal anymore. I started like uh, you know I never bought sugar cereals for them, but I would give them something like life which is mm-hmm, seems mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. really is a sugar cereal i'm like i'm done I was gonna say life's it's totally sugar it's exactly sweet. it's bullshit and i'm totally done with it we've never had soda or anything but i'm now gonna become a fascist about sugar i've been eating i've had to eat only soft foods and so i've been eating a lot more dairy and um processed stuff just in the past like two or three days and I don't know yeah I don't know if it's like cabin fever or like what's going on but I literally I feel so bad right now like I feel because I just had what I have I had dairy free yogurt just now this morning Um, which is, I guess, fine. But How there's do you all have dairy-free yogurt? It's coconut milk yogurt or something. Oh. There's probably a bunch of shit in it that I don't want to eat though and oh God, I just feel so gross and just don't eat that way. It just seems like so, for something that is... is you, tw- you 12-year-old, poor child. God help. Just come. come Cassandra will, will raise you. Come live with Cassandra. No, she will raise you. will end up like queer. <laughs> Queer's hateful. That, for, that, that said, this weekend, I bought a bag of Doritos for like the first time in like a dozen years. Mm. And Isn't that them right there? No, that's not them. Um, that's another bag of Doritos? No, that, that oh, was, that's Lay's. That was stolen. That was taken from my future in-law's place because we didn't want them to have junk food. But uh, the Doritos were so freaking delicious. They were... It was fantastic. Caleb, so. don't listen to this part. It's, it is... No, but you know what else is delicious? Caleb, Heroin. You're in, Caleb, crack, you're in school. Cocaine. All delicious. God help that your school serves more than pizza and french fries so for lunch. They're all so good. Uh, the, why, do, why do you think... These things are are delicious. They they are bred in signed in laboratories to be delicious. Mm-hmm. Doritos are a, a team of guys in white lab coats sit around and go, "What will make them want it more than going to school and more than having friends and more?" Hey, than- wait! I have more advice. It's not as grim. Oh, good, Caleb. Whatever, whatever it is that makes you happy, if it's whether it's something creative or whether you. Are really interested in science or something like that? Nurture that, and don't let anyone make you feel like it's stupid. And make that very important in your life. Be if you, brave. If you like to draw, Captain Nichols, start make make your own make your own comic books. No, no, Captain Sergeant Major Major somebody from that movie War Horse. Mm. Be brave. Yeah, courage <laughs> courage is a big deal. Yeah, but uh, be courageous. Yeah, 
Yeah, and watch the Bad News Bears. And watch Bad News Bears. <laughs> Nurture. Nurture Because you know what? Art. Bad News Bears is about being brave. It's not yeah, about winning. I agree. It's about courage. That's right. And, that, and, and having balls. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, I, it was very subversive at the time, but it was also came out at the end of the Vietnam War, a war we lost. Mm-hmm. And then in the 80s, it was all about winning. Right. You know. Oh, Tyson have tweeted in a lot of movie choices for Caleb. Oh, good. Uh, Stand By Me. That's a good one. Stephen King. That's a good one. Uh, Big. Oh, I love Big. Big's awesome. And Big. The Sand Lot. I know the we, Sand Lot. We've spoken about this before. Wait, have you seen Big? No. no. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, no. So, so no, good. It's, it's about a 12 or 13-year-old who switches bodies, or, mm-hmm. or who, who ages, um, whatever, 20 years overnight. Didn't Robin no, no, Williams no. He do goes, one like he that, He goes too? from being, yeah, he, well, the, he ages externally, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's just still yeah. a kid inside. Right, right, yeah. right. But yeah. with a memory of it happening. Doesn't he have sex in that movie? And so he does he, he works at a he oh, works yeah, at a toy does. company. Yeah. How'd you know that? And he ends I've up, heard things about that movie. Yeah. So he ends up having uh yeah, having a crush on Elizabeth um uh Montgomery, I guess. McGovern maybe. McGo- no. Yeah. Oh no, Liz Perkins. Perkins. Liz, yeah. Liz Perkins. Yeah. And uh and Ends up like having sex with her, and mm-hmm. like wakes up the next morning, and he's got that God love him. Green, you listening you know? to this, Caleb? Uh, this is how you do. This is how you have sex with an older externally. woman. Go right. down but to still the docks inside, and like basically, it's that's an, gross. It's an did she know? Did, she, did Liz Perkins know? She finds out later. Oh, was she pissed. No, no, she served him. Yeah. With a did subpoena. she go to the police? <laughs> well, she would get arrested, wouldn't she? I don't know. I think that would be unprecedented. Well, that Your would, Honor. That wouldn't happen today. Your I Honor. That movie wouldn't get made. Really? You can't have a 13-year-old But he's not because he's a man. Like, that's an interesting question. Like, what, does, the law, does the law take into account someone's spiritual age? Because I guarantee, <laughs> as a 13-year-old, I would have wanted to have sex. There's a lot of people How many times have you been re- reincarnated? Young. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're an old soul... Can you collect Social Security? And then what about mm. Benjamin Button? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You have to give it all the Social Security back. <laughs> I'm going to start yeah. telling that when I need like a senior discount somewhere, like a movie theater. I was like, I am most likely going to fall asleep. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so old on the inside. Please don't make me pay $15. <laughs> I'm an old soul. I want to pay 11 <laughs> Uh, Jane have tweeted in that probably Gene Wilder died from Alzheimer's-related pneumonia, which they say is common. But yeah. uh, I have asked her, I did not know there was a relationship between Alzheimer's and pneumonia. Yeah, like, I think it has to like do... Like we already were saying. Yeah. yeah, because I was saying earlier people have trouble swallowing mm-hmm. and then food particles get down into their lungs and, and get... Causes infection. She say she said the disease causes the body's defenses to break down. Oh, okay. So that's a physical, another physical symptom yeah. of the body, not just attacking the brain. Because of the lack right. of proteins, but, like we're okay, saying. Okay, so we were, uh, we, the defenses. We've been over this. Yeah. Where was I? I don't know. I don't know. He, you were you Joseph were being Douglas transported Watson. into a younger body. <laughs> Joseph Douglas Watson has been off all soda for four months, and he drank a Coke a few days ago and felt like he was going to die. I, I, <laughs> I have that exact. I've been off sugar now. You know how long I've been off sugar, mm-hmm. and I did the exact same thing. Uh, uh, I had a, a swig of of Coke. 
okay, more than a swig of Coke. I drank right. like half a Coke. Yeah. And, and <laughs> okay, half a two liter. All right, I drank the whole fucking thing, all right? And, uh, and my, I was vibrating. I felt like my head was going to pop. I mean, like explode is not exaggerating. I felt like I was going to explode. Wow. It was so, so traumatic, yeah. It's, Which is good because now I haven't done it again since yeah. then. It's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner Show on the Smodcast Radio Network. Wow. So, so passionate. So, I don't know. I, for, no, I forgot halfway through what I was doing. Network? We'll do it again know. with conviction. Hold on. We'll do it again with conviction. For I have God something sakes. more important to ask. Okay. Go on. What's the deal with these LaCroix? Am I drinking fucking soda? LaCroix. Because uh, what do it say? You should. You should. Uh, I, I would like to f- solve this right now. Because because I had my first one yesterday. I love them. Did you have the coconut? No, I had the mango. Ah. Uh. Pamplemousse is what? the best We'll one. read the what ingredients. It, it says ingredients, carbonated water and natural flavor. And I don't know what that mm. means. Naturally what, do, do created in a lab. List, uh, sugars? Nothing. It says zero There's sugars? Zero, 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 zero. It's made by a scientist named Natural. Yeah. <laughs> and he put his own flavors. He put flavor. his own flavors in there, yeah. Because <laughs> I drink only water. I haven't had soda in over 10 years. And but that, that is... Essentially soda. How sweet is it? It's not it's sweet not at all. Sweet. How sweet is it? Yeah, there's no it's sugar. So sweet. It. How no, sweet was... it is to drink aqua water. Well, and so I've been I've been do super do on do sparkling do water do lately, do and I wanted do to get a soda stream do do and do the whole thing, but they've got flavors too, and I'm just like, there's got to be something in there. I have that I same feeling. That I, I'm the exact same way. As soon as I drink it, I go, okay, that's too good. There's no fucking way that that is natural. Exactly. And there's no way I, I'm I, like, I'm drinking that's how these. I know. I'm drinking these, how people drink like Diet Cokes and right. stuff. And I'm like, okay, I love water, but yeah. like, can I drink sparkling water? And is it equivalent? Like, I don't yeah. know. If it's not so. flavored. Yeah. Well, well, sparkling water, the only thing that you have to worry about, it's, it's slightly acidic, so it can um, eat away at your t- tooth enamel. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. Like like Perrier? Mm-hmm. Fuck. What the fuck? But no, but what it's does like, I think that's if you, I think yeah, that's if you like Liva, don't worry. Yeah, if you oh, straight oh, up like replace sparkling it. water. Yeah, enjoy it, especially if it gets you to drink more water in general, which yeah. is always good for you. And then, like I consider it a treat. Like I grab yeah. a bottle of that and I go sit down in front of the whatever computer and I'm like, ah, I'm having Me a too. It's fine. Me too. Yeah. With yeah. the LaCroix. And it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I'm enjoying it too much. I have the same. <laughs> That's the thing is that you cut out sugar and processed foods and suddenly you mistrust you know, anything that's you, delicious. And furthermore, you know. Yeah, yeah real. exactly. I mean, you're like, it can't be good. Yeah, you're like, what the yep. fuck is this? Listen, everything in moderation, you guys. Don't beat yourself <laughs> up. But like natural flavoring just means, I mean, it's still from a lab. It's just extracted from something natural. So like if you have natural vanilla flavor, it's probably extracted from wood pulp. But uh-huh. they still considered what? natural because wood pulp. Yeah. Why does vanilla come from wood pulp? Because they're compounds that you can extract from it that taste like vanilla. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, like if you uh, uh, why do apple they, call, they consider it natural even though they're they're treating the hell out of it. Apple seeds taste like almonds. Why is that? There's probably a chemical in there. That Can't you make poison out of apple seeds if I you have you enough can. of them? Mm. Arson. We should try it. Isn't the almond is a seed anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. And cherry it- pits have arsenic, or not arsenic, um, cyanide. In mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Is that what's in the apple, yeah, the cyanide? But, it, but probably. But you, it, you'd have to eat a ton, and you can cook them, and that the cyanide gets rendered inert. Rendered inert. Yeah. So rendered inert. Inert. I learned that from America's Test Kitchen. Rendered cool. inert. Uh, Tyson wanted us to know, and I'm very glad that I do know, that he <laughs> has seen Bad News Bears and The Sandlot 
uh, for the first time just the other day, mm. recently. Oh, wow. Um, he recommends. And also, uh, Joseph Douglas Watson uh, reminds us that in the movie Jack, Robin Williams <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I, dates I, Jennifer Lopez. I don't know if I said that out loud, but I was thinking, didn't Robin Williams do the same thing? Giselle, you're doing an adolescent an fantasies job being without your gla- reading glasses. I, I'm surprised. It's a myself. miracle. It's a miracle. Your eyes clearly have a, <laughs> have cured. Themselves it's all blurry, but I can make and out she's Joseph done it for Douglas you Watson's listeners. The iPad, the, nice hat. the iPad is medicinal. It is a <laughs> Apple. Yet another reason why we should all buy Apple products. Can I mention something <laughs> completely Apple random? Apple is good. Yeah, please. Uh, I, Cassandra, I brought a gift for you. Oh, what? I saw it in the shop I and I thought you, you would like for everyone. No, just for Cassandra. Sorry. Sorry. It's this. Aww. <laughs> this is amazing. Take a picture of it. Okay. It's Here, a it's like a, a it's like a bag, like a makeup bag is what we use it for. It says, please don't fuck with my shit. Now why why are you giving her a makeup bag? What are you saying? Oh, it could when... be used for anything. It could be used for anything. Maybe I'll use it for my hard drugs that I'm storing. There you go. That's a real thing. Please Packets don't fuck of with my shit. I don't think he can see you behind the bag with your beautiful smile. Okay. It's okay. When, when I'm taking a picture, that doesn't mean to not Oh, that's right. We forgot. Oh, right. We all get mesmerized. We're, all, <laughs> we're totally mesmerized. Be quiet for the picture. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Be Sorry. For the picture. Uh, Actually, it's true. I think this, this is sl- amazing. Thank you so much, Giselle. This is so funny. You're welcome. I love it. I oh. love it. I love it. I and love it. And by the way, it. this is a message for everyone out there. Don't mess with Cassandra's sh- shit. Don't fuck with my shit. It doesn't say please. mess. Please. It said please. Well, what does it say, Mark? I could do so many things with listening. a bag. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So one 12 year old listens, and all of a sudden you won't say fuck. <laughs> I won't say it. I won't say it. Wow. I think I said, I told, I told Caleb not to eat sugar, and your response was, fuck, yes. <laughs> so, I think that we forgot immediately that we were talking well, to a 12 year old. It's a really, it's a, Sorry, hot, it's a hot thing with me right now, with me and my kids. So you touched on a very hot topic. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. they're swearing hot and you don't want <laughs> no, no, no. That's the only way they'll listen. If no, the sugar. Oh. That's how they know do he you, means do it. Do your children uh, use curse words, swear words? They do. And it's funny, there was a period where they had like a, uh, uh, like a, there was a swear jar that I had to put money in whenever I swore and I just beca- I realized how quickly it became just this they didn't give a they didn't give a fuck about whether I was swearing or not they just wanted me to put money so they started actually trying to encourage me to swear and then I noticed after the fact after a period of time that they started swearing they were swearing but they would still Make me put the money in when when I would swear. So the whole thing just became a huge game. You know, it didn't have anything to do with propriety or, you know, anything like that. It was just like, let's fucking crush dad. (laughs) What did you use the money for? Uh, Porn, I think. No, it was for them, right? Yeah, it was for them. I I think ice cream or something stupid. Yeah, that's Uh, what you do when you're a parent. You buy them ice cream. Cassandra, do you use soap or do you use a body wash? Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. And Guess why haven't you used it today? Um, <laughs> I use soap. Mm. Uh, the Midge's mom makes some that I've been using. And I also Is sometimes. Her name Dial? No. Oh. And I will Just also. Um, Colgate. Her name is Irish. I'll make, my own, I'll make my own sugar scrub. I did that. My 
you know. How so. do you make it? Brown sugar and um, coconut oil. <laughs> I thought, and, sounds like a dessert. Yep. And a little bit of lavender essential oil. I think you oil. might not be showering. You might the, actually, that might the be the like a The sugar don't dissolve in snack. the oil? I mean, it does when you start rubbing it on yourself. Um, and but, Bake at 350. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a nice pastry face. If I can't, if I can't <laughs> eat sugar, face. I'm going to at least turn myself into an actual cake. That's pretty much what I'm saying. I <laughs> shower with frosting. <laughs> I would eat a piece of you. Thanks. You are a lovely Cuban dessert. That Thank is you. true. You we can all a agree. Flan. A flan. Yeah. A flan. That's exactly right. Uh, so the brown sugar is in the oil is just my syrupy cover <laughs> um i was asking because millennials are abandoning soap bars of soap in favor of body washes and liquid soap now does dr bronner's count because that's what i use that's what i use too and i use time it? to care about this i use it for mm. everything the people who listen shampoo. to the podcast <laughs> i love it i use it for shampoo mm-hmm. and wash my body wash my hands i use loofah gloves mm-hmm. and dr bronner's you didn't ask, but that's what I do. Oh, I was just about to ask. You stand in the Bronner's. shower and you put on your gloves? No, I do. Why don't Here's a question for you. Once, yeah. once you put on one loofah glove, yeah. how do you get the other loofah glove on? You're like a boxer. You need somebody to lace you up. I, put the, I, I use my teeth, <laughs> and then I, put it, I pull it on with my teeth. Look at I'm you. Ready. So you Sugar use your rape. teeth to, to put on an exfoliate glove that's covered in your old dead skin? The worst is when I forget that I've put the uh, loofah gloves on and I it's masturbate. Chewy. That's that's Cut really, me. that's Cut me, the worst when yeah. I forget. Yeah, he's like rock. And, yeah. do- and the Dr. Bronner's just, just burns. Cut sure, really. I understand. Just, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you use bar soap? Actually, I... Uh, I think I just got so used to the Dr. Bronner's and I get it in a hu- huge, uh, where do I get it where it's so big? Is it Dr. Bronner's has stuff that has like all the words on it? Like yeah. it looks like a crazy like talk. a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Like one in 18, blah, 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 blah. Like, and, I, and like every time I see it, I get anxiety. That's the stuff we're talking yes. about, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's so, like it's that. so great and it's so concentrated. Just a little drop of it just oh, like yeah. uses and it, it lasts forever. I clean my hand washables with it. Yeah. I clean the cat with it. I give the cat a shampoo when I need to, if he go rolling in the dirt or something. Yeah. So every day. Yeah. And also... <laughs> Uh, you can use it if you want. You can brush your teeth yep, with it. That's you can right. clean the car. Yep. You do everything. I love it. And and to answer your question, every once in a while, like my mother will send me some kind of crazy all natural soap or something, and I do. I use bars of soap. Uh, uh, you, you, wow, this is a long answer, but the uh, rock. I have these giant rocks that my friend gave me. They work as soap dishes. The best soap dish is a big, not smooth like rock and we put it next to the sink and and my mom sends me these uh natural soaps that she gets at the co-op and uh and i that's when i use hippie soap, soap. hippie yeah, soap she I sends like me hippie, hippie soap, soap. <laughs> yeah does it have does it come with armpit hair already embedded in it <laughs> what are you saying about my mother that's uh that's wow i'm saying something wow, about Marty. the co-op actually oh. they have those when you go to whole foods sometimes i like to go to the soap table and just smell all the nice soaps they have soaps with uh Oatmeal in there and mint, oh, I love it. mint and patchouli mm-hmm. together at last, and <laughs> lavender and rosemary and all kinds. Have you of done mango. the lavender, Doctor Bronner's? Yeah, uh, I, we we switch. Sometimes we do uh, the orange, sometimes lavender, sometimes the almond. Right? Orange. Do what? they have an orange one? I've yeah. never heard of orange. 
Wait, they have am peppermint I wrong? is the regular. Yeah. Well, I, I, we can find out later. They have an orange one, don't they? Can somebody tweet in all the flavors I, of Dr. Bronner's, please? I have now the almond one, and Helmut say it smells like Christmas cake. Smells like apple seeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Christmas cake. So, um, huh. You come out of the shower thinking of Christmas cake. They have eight different eight different. Is flavors. orange one of them? Citrus. Or? Citrus, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently millennials think that that uh, bar soap is covered with germs. And that's why hmm. they don't use it. That never bothered me. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually not true, or at, like, at least when you when you wash. With so soap. is everything. Yeah, so is your exactly. filthy bathtub. So is your filthy bathtub. Yeah. Shut up about my filthy bathtub. Ty, uh, Joseph Douglas Watson, uh, he w- was imagining you, Marty, mm-hmm. uh, singing. I- in the style of Meg from Hercules, I won't say the word F. But he wrote it out, the F word. Didn't you say fuck a couple of weeks I ago? I did, and yeah. it got a lot of heat. <laughs> it was trending for... Like un- a, unwanted heat? Well, I started to feel bad. I, you know, it was my foray to try to keep up with the kids, and I, I got <laughs> scared, and I want to back away. You want to back away from what? The, that word. Which word? You know the one. <laughs> I don't, so uh, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, what? I don't know what you're saying. What? Uh, it don't feel right coming out from my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't use it to hurt someone's feelings. Oh. Then you should be okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That might true. hurt someone's feelings without intending to. Yeah, but you can't worry about those people. It's true. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> but I hurt your feelings earlier. Yeah, yeah, but that's what you were trying to do. So yes. you were successful. So that's, I'm a winner. Yeah, you're a winner, exactly. You don't have to worry. It. That's not what you have to worry about. Yeah. Can somebody peel this banana for me? We're going to sure. dip into the mail sack. <laughs> mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get back in that mail sack. Banana from the bottom. Uh, yeah, that was great. Do you want to share your life pro tip? Real quick. That was fucking the, uh, huge. The, the monkey hack. banana? Yeah, yeah, life hack. Oh, okay. So you can take a banana and normally we try to peel it from the side where it is attached to the tree, would have the long stem. Mm-hmm. But monkeys do it from the other side. Take the bottom of the banana and just squeeze it between your fingers. Pinch it with both, Pinch both it fingers, with both your hands. Fingers, and uh, it, it naturally will, splits, right? It naturally splits and then you just pull the two sides apart from each mm-hmm. other. Thanks. Um, and then if you're and anything also like, then you get that nice peel yeah, where nice you just peel. have two mm-hmm. two sides of the peel, like a cartoonish peel. Almost. Yeah. Then you look like an elegant monkey. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a goal. The elegant. Every monkey. time I dress up, I'm I was gonna, like, at least I look like an elegant. I'm going to open a dress shop <laughs> be called the Elegant yeah, Monkey. <laughs> so uh, we're I'm going to open a dress shop called the Elegant Monkey. <laughs> uh, last week Seems we had a. A lot of response to Buddy. Oh, yeah. From from uh, two weeks ago. This week, do we have response to the response? Yes. It's yes. like a slow motion debate. It is. It is. It's like playing chess through the mail. Yeah. Chess. Mm-hmm. Ricky writes in, says, uh, <laughs> "Great show is all right now." If you're looking, if you looked at everybody, everybody's leaned away from the mic because they're because we all eating. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, people. If you hear it go silent, we're either now, taking now, a picture or am, taking a bite. Am I wrong that we're not saying fuck because of Caleb, and we are not eating because of one listener? Is that right? No, no. Uh, uh, More than one yeah. tweeted it? Okay. Yeah, it's All a right. thing. I think, don't 
you also statistically you have to think uh, don't companies do this they have an algorithm that they say if one person write us complaining about whatever we have to assume that there's x amount of people who are What would that number be? Would it depend the people you need a very expensive consultant to tell you the number. Mm-hmm. Or one so you could just charge but a lot I'm of money going right to now. Say if how many people tweeted in about eating on the mic which by the way one email I'm I'm, I'm so confused because I keep moving away and then moving back when I'm still eating Marty how many people uh, tweeted or wrote in about eating on the mic um, I don't know. Five? I mean, it's happened over the years. You so know, we have eight listeners. How many of them tweeted in? Uh, <laughs> More than I'm going half. to imagine <laughs> that it was annoying to 32 people. Okay. Wow. That's good. That's my algorithm. Look at you. Just uh, going out with a big, bold 32. Well, 32 she people. did calculate it on that, that calculator that she carries around with her, that mm-hmm. solar calculator. You mean that medicinal iPad? Texas Instruments. <laughs> um... <laughs> So Ricky writes and says, great show as always. Just wanted to clarify my statement from last week's email. Which, Ooh, which one was Ricky? Uh, you'll know. The uh, Chocodile. Oh, that Ricky. Yes. Your Ricky, <laughs> your Ricky, your co-host, John, said that I, a black man who is in no position of power, am racist because I called another black man an Uncle Tom. Race- why, why are we? Yeah. Why, why are we talking about this? Racist, no, Ricky. What, wait, can you start it again? <sighs> I got confused. Well, just listen. All right. Okay. Racist is my race is better than yours. Not how can you go? How can you go against your own kind? Which is what an Uncle Tom is. I will never apologize for taking a stand or taking or saying what is in my heart. But I will say I'm sorry if my words made you feel any negative feelings. That was not my intent. I speak honestly, openly, and passionately. It's just the way I am. I do not believe in conforming, but being real at all times. I didn't want to go deep into the conversation as Marty had articulated pretty much everything that needed to be said. But when I'm attacked, I have to defend myself. I understand Buddy grew up in a police family and from a white na- and in a white neighborhood. That is his perspective, and he speaks from there about a life he doesn't understand and judges us all as criminals. I come from a family where almost all the men have been in jail, part of gangs, sold drugs, etc., etc. I come from a single-parent home. I grew up in a neighborhood, Belle Glade, that is villainized by those outside of it. Based on what Buddy said, there is no hope for me. Of course, um, I would be... a I, of course, would be a criminal, just like my father. Not true. I speak several languages, been, have been working since I was 15, no criminal record, and the closest I've ever come to drugs is TV. Where, uh, where my mom has never left the state, I have traveled the world. We are not all, always byproducts of our environments in a negative way. Sometimes those bad environments can make us strive to do, to do and be better. I'm not the only person like this. My friends and family, all from... Uh, the same city are educated, kind, decent people, and it's an insult to say otherwise. His co-signing of racial profiling, he said it's okay for cops to, to approach black people who are just walking or driving by uh, because um, most violent crimes are committed by blacks. Uh, well, aren't most, um, if not all, serial killers white? Most reported child molesters are white? So if we say being fair and equal well, with his mentality, they should all be stopped too, but that will never happen because white men are in power. I'm not saying it should, it should happen, because uh, it shouldn't. Unless a crime has been committed by someone who matches your description, you shouldn't be harassed but left in peace. There is no reason that I, an innocent, hardworking individual, should be stopped by a policeman when I'm just walking home from work or walking to the grocery store. But it happens. There's no reason when I've uh, been attacked by a white man and I call the police and there are witnesses, evidence, um, and he admits to his crime that he should walk away uh, free because if I did the same thing, 
trust that I would be in jail. He doesn't even get a warning. It happened. Um, I faced racism from cops. I've had a gun pulled on me just for the crime of walking while black in my own neighborhood. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. Oh, sorry. There's a... So the dogs. I have a racist dog. Um, so it angers me. Uh, the fact that I'm alive is a miracle. So it angers me when people brush this off as if it's just isolated incidents that the media blows it out of proportion just to make headlines. Uh, that's great. Police have always been kind and helpful to you and you have never had a problem with them. But that's easy to say when you're a white man or when your father is a police officer. You're protected. Uh, we who are not empowered by wealth, connections to those in power, or our skin color aren't. And then he has a, a video. That's great. And I think we can just leave it there. And that is, I totally... Leave, leave it, leave it. Well, for, first of all, Buddy did not say there's no hope okay, for him. And second of all, John, I'm not going to... just leave it there, okay? No, no, that's not okay. You just spent you just spent ten minutes reading his reading his uh, no, e- email and say on. let's leave I, it. I well, if you wanted on. to move on, you wouldn't have read it. No, if no. you wanted to move on, you wouldn't have read no, it. I wanted to have him. If you wanted him. to move on, you wouldn't have read it. Yeah, the best no, way to move. I, I the said, best I, way to look, move we, on. We talked about this so much. I just want. Well, to then why did you read that? Because you attacked. Here's the thing. No, no, he attacked Buddy. He attacked Buddy, right. and here's the thing. Well, and if he doesn't think you still attack, if him. he doesn't think Uncle Tom, if he doesn't think Uncle Tom is insulting, then maybe he should uh, tell Buddy to his face that he's an Uncle Tom. If he doesn't think that he, if he thinks that that's an okay thing to say to somebody, then maybe he, then maybe he should just come to Buddy in person and call him an Uncle Tom and see what see, happens. He didn't think that what Buddy said was okay. That's so not he has, very and, and Buddy and Buddy did not say flat. that there's no hope for him. That's just a complete mischaracterization. And you know, and if you wanted to move on, Marty, you wouldn't have brought that no, up. I, I and you wouldn't have read, and you wouldn't have read you his. Made that point. Yeah, you, you made that point several times. times. Yeah. Um, so Bruce writes in and says, uh, "Marty, Giselle, and John, thank you very much for reading my story on air. This, uh, this was very encouraging, especially for a professional actor to read my words, John. Uh, I don't have very much time for writing, as I recently accepted a job as a substitute teacher at a local school in Suwon." After a seven-year absence, it is challenging to return to the workforce, but I still love teaching. Thanks again, Bruce. Well, welcome back to the, to the workforce. Um, that is fantastic. And well, I hope you make time to, uh, to write because you have a, a gift. Uh, in lighter news, Joseph Douglas Watson used bar soap uh, for part of his body and body wash for other parts of his body. And then he also used a hydrating conditioner and a separate shampoo that is made with ginger. And he's a millennial. Oh. So he have a lot, so bu- very busy time in the shower. Listen, uh, I, I would like... I would love to see a conversation between Ricky and Buddy. I think that they would probably enjoy to speak with each other and probably um, I could see them really enjoying to learn from each other's point of view. And by but the way, Ricky, you know, he, he was relaying his experience and I think that, that his, his No, he was relaying his experience and then he was, then he was, that is a condescending, it is racist and it's at a minimum condescending thing to call somebody an Uncle Tom. Basically what that's saying is, I don't really have an argument, so I'm just going to call you a name because you disagree with me. You disagree with me, so it must be because you are this pejorative well, word. I think that what he was doing was explaining his argument and that's what the letter well, was. Well, here's the thing. It's all, it's all about about Uncle Tom. So as soon as he said Uncle Tom, I'm not listening to him anymore. Well, because he's because that's a you know that's a vile thing to call somebody. It's condescending and it's vile. I think um, I think 
I think that. Is it okay to call someone an Uncle Tom? Okay, hold on. I'm would you? Hold on, let me say. Yeah. Let me say. I think that I would not disagree with you that the term is what is the word? Uh, start with a P. Uh, provocative. Uh, Even inflammatory. Inflammatory. That's a good one too. And so we could say, yeah, Ricky chose a word that's really get people upset, and um, he, he maybe could have chosen a better word or a different word. I think that the point that he is making about his point of view about Buddy is an interesting point. So his point of view is, I disagree with Buddy. Buddy doesn't think the way I think, so it must be because there's something wrong with him. No, yeah, he, that's actually not what he said That's what Uncle Tom is. No, no, no. You that's, didn't listen to the I listened letter. to everything he said okay, for then, fucking 10 minutes that you read that stupid email. I listened to the whole thing. Then you didn't hear it. I did hear it. I heard all of it. And I'm telling you that when you call someone an Uncle Tom... You're still holding on to that. But that's he, right. But he was because, explaining because, because, No, because, because you're defending it. Because Giselle is defending no, ex- the term. I'm explaining... No, his, no, no, not the term. No. I'm not defending the term. I'm specifically saying that this term, uh, he could have not used that term. And why, would he, why should he not use that term? Because it's provocative and inflammatory. It's not insulting? It, it clearly it have insulted well, you. Would you, yeah. do you. No, do you think it's an insulting term? Would yeah, you use it? I, I do. I don't okay, well then why do you term. keep beating around the bush like it has to do with me and my perspective? It is an insulting no, thing no, to say I did inherently. No, no, I not mean to insult your perspective. I'm just saying, I, I, what my point is, is just that I think Ricky had valid points and I was interested in Ricky's points. And if, and if somebody has valid points, including Ricky, and he wants people to listen to his valid points, then he shouldn't use, then he shouldn't call them names. And yeah, he shouldn't I call them, you. you know, I it mean. It is distracting from Ricky's points. Because nobody He's going to listen to somebody. Well, you're just going to dismiss him I as agree. a as a punk, and, a, and you know, and that's all. I agree. To use inflammatory language like that tend to distract from the points. You know, so right? It's, it's like saying I don't really have an argument. But, no, but you're an but, idiot. But Ricky does have good points, and that's why he. That's why now, I read this email. Where do Ricky live? He lives in Florida, I believe. Oh, that's a long flight. It would be nice to have them come out and meet together, have lunch, and. I would love to be at that lunch. Yep. And just, just to hear the and, conversation. Yeah. And I would, I would encourage him Can to not call... Can we pull our frequent flyer miles and get Ricky to come out? Ricky, what are you mm. doing these days? You busy? Um, Tweet in. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the reason why I, I brought up that whole soap thing, because it was like, I use bar soap, and then it, it said like, The people who use bar soap are like old men, like 60 to 80-year-olds. I feel like me and all my little hippy-dippy friends, we all use bar soap. I use whatever's there. Whatever's yeah. I mean, for, my, that for, my house, yeah, for my house, I use the bronos. But, you know, uh, people give me soap sometimes. Yeah, that's why I feel like I use so it. So then I I'm use it. You know what I found? Soap. I found like all, like in, when I was moving, I just found bars and bars of soap that people gave me with like, you know, like flowers pressed in it and like whatever. You're going to use them? No, I just threw them away. What? Oh no, Marty! Yeah, because I'm not going to use but them. But what you do with soap you're not going to use if it's new, fresh soap, uh, give to a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. They, they can appreciate soaps. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Also, uh, if you have cl- uh, clothing like for job interviews, nice clean uh, clothing you can donate um, for to help people go on to job interviews. Okay. That's good to know because yeah. um, I gave a bunch of stuff. And uh, fem- for ladies, feminine hygiene products. Yes. 
All right. Unused. Because I've yes. got, I've, I, when I moved, I found like tons of maxi pads that and people have give you. Yeah, <laughs> like ones with like flowers on them and you know press um, designs. So I, I, now I, I feel bad. I threw them away. You can donate menstrual cups to girls in Africa who oftentimes have to drop out of school because of their period. Right. That's real. Wait, that is real. What, why would you? Why would you give them a menstrual cup instead of a? Because menstrual cups. Can they can it's it's Are they reusable? They're reusable. They last for a few months and they can stay uh, inside you all day. Yeah. And uh, can I? It's not me, trash. Can I just? I wanted to say one more thing about the body, Ricky, Ricky body, um, which is this. You know, uh, we don't have a problem. It seems very natural if you have. Two white people from different backgrounds, different socioeconomic, different cultural backgrounds who really disagree with each other, you know. These people call those people hoity-toity, these people call those people white trash, whatever, whatever. But maybe is we getting, the fact that we're getting so surprised and upset that there could be two black people who have very different ways they was raised... That in a, in itself maybe is a subtle form of racism from us because uh, we tend to see it's all black people supposed to be the same. Right, right. But I think it's really interesting that these two gentlemen have come from very different backgrounds, each legitimate. What, what different backgrounds did they come from? Oh, uh, he this is what it. I'm learning. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying what it, I'm, I'm at, I heard what his is, so what is Buddy's background? It's, but I don't know because I did not hear, but I was late for this. But is, hmm. you correct me if I'm wrong. Is Buddy come from raised in a higher socioeconomic? Absolutely not. Not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. He was raised he, he on was, military bases. That's right. Military bases. Yeah. Montana. Oh. Like I like yeah, like we I come from a military family and I lived in a housing project when I was four years old. Okay. So oh. military people are not paid a lot of money. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Ricky was was he raised in mostly around white people? Who? Buddy, buddy, yeah. I, here's the thing. I'm not going to get know? into speaking for, for Buddy. I'm just okay, not going to do that's it. What I, okay, that's all I know. I, I, I did not know, know if any of that is true. But what I'm... Uh, what? So, well, now let's throw my whole, uh, my whole well, no, point Well, no, your, your premise chaos. is exactly right. Is that, that the, but they just, the idea they that... Come from that's exactly right. Backgrounds. Just like, you know, I mean, Marty said to Buddy, said, oh, it's very interesting that you live in Valencia. Like, what does that even mean? What does it mean that it's interesting that he lives in Valencia? I think it's interesting that anybody would live in fucking Valencia. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about it's it. It's very no far. It's near close but, to know, Magic Mountain. I mean, but what, what, why would that be interesting? Why would it be it's interesting? Because it seems like it's such an uninteresting place to me. It's I also mean, a far drive if you work in the movies. Yeah. So you said to him, I think it's interesting that you live in Valencia. Like, what did you mean by that? Well, I actually talked about it because I think that it's interesting that... Uh, I think I would feel very uncomfortable living in Valencia because I think of it as a predominantly white neighborhood. When I've been, I've been there several times, and uh, I feel like I stand out. And I, as a person of color, I feel uncomfortable in very white neighborhoods. You know, and I, I imagine that he feels this, the same way, or not feels the same way, but he probably notices the racial disparity. Well, what kind of neighborhood is this that you live in right now? It's a very mixed neighborhood. I mean, yeah, it's completely mixed. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, Spanish used to run this place. So anyway, I, I just I would say again, I would love to see for Ricky and Buddy to meet and we could all have a nice lunch and uh, just well, share. Well, just know that if, if Ricky calls too. Buddy uh, and Uncle Tom in front of me, that it's not going to go well for him. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And he'll, he, you know, maybe Ricky hasn't learned enough things the hard way, you know. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, what are you saying, what? John? That's huh? What are you saying? I'm saying he. I'm saying that he are should. Are you threatening he, him with violence? I'm certainly not threatening anybody. I'm just saying he it should th- think twice. Skirt, it, it sounds close like, to skirting. Like well, he can. About he can violence. take it any way that he wants to. It's up to him. So wait, wait. We can. We, I can we don't see, advocate violence on this podcast. This is podcast. what I would say. I can see that this term is really, really, really it's upsetting. It's incredibly for offensive. And, and if you call my friend an incredibly offensive thing, if somebody called you an incredibly offensive thing, I would be just as upset. Yeah, I believe you. Somebody said, "Oh, look at that Nazi." You know, if that yeah. Nazi wants to whatever, I would be just as upset. I, I believe you. So I think in this is a really good point that in the what would interest, it be for you? Cass, it would be if that Cuban whatever cigar, that beautiful. If that missile crisis just comes one step closer, delicious, that stupid communist. If that Bay of Pigs just says one more thing. (laughs) But um, I think this, but the whore, I wouldn't like that. I think this make a very good point that if, if I would like to have constructive conversation where we can listen to each other, find our common humanity, and it really do seem like those kinds of terms shut down the conversation exactly and right. distract us mm-hmm. from, sure let us just understand, oh, you come from this background, or I come from this background, these those, are my beliefs, these are your beliefs. Those terms are blanket statements. It's similar to what you said when you have two white people having this, have a conversation where, you know, I... I've been accused before of being white trash, and that You're is... You're like, uh, Cuban trash, hello. <laughs> yeah, Get exactly. it right. Exactly. I'm fucking basura, <laughs> bitch. <Yeah>. But, <laughs> basura. but no, but like those kinds of terms can huh. quickly... Shut, All right, well, how am I... Sp- how, you know, I can't... I can't keep listening because now you just called me white trash and That's exactly right. Now right. Yeah. and now I feel like in your brain I live in a fucking trailer park and Well and I, plus I mean that's that's I the end of the conversation really, isn't right. it? Which There's is no why, more conversation. But, which after is that. why I read this because I wanted to get a greater understanding of what where this rage No, that's not why you read it. Marty, you read it, you meant it to be inflammatory and that's exactly what happened. Don't say what I meant well, to do. I'm because, telling you, it sucks that okay. you read it his his first no, email here, and it double sucks that you read that one. Oh, I disagree. I, I, totally I think disagree. it's okay to because no. actually let me finish my fucking point, John. Okay. okay? Finish your fucking point. Don't Marty. listen to that, Caleb. Yes. Because he was obviously enraged because that's and that's what he explained in this email, where that rage came from. That caused him to say that. that oh, word. so that's an explanation. That's a, so he has a valid explanation I didn't say for it was being. Valid. Oh, I, I'm saying that. It well, was, you validate it by reading it. Well, I think that he had some valid points to say. Uh-huh, in but you validate it by reading it. I I gave him a chance to explain yeah, himself. You validated it by hey, reading. No, I didn't. Would Buddy be interested in uh, commenting back? You should to ask Ricky? Buddy. Like I said, I'm not going to okay, talk well, to then, Buddy. Buddy but, is but Buddy's twice as smart as I am. He's twice him. as articulate as I am, and you can ask fucking Buddy whatever you want, and he'll he'll tell you, and he'll be a lot more graceful about it than I am because he's a more graceful person than I am. So you should ask Buddy if you want to have, you know, okay. talk to Buddy. Okay. You know how to find him. How do? 
American Stuntman 76. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> um, Good one. Yeah. She's yeah. got the, the T-shirt on right now. <clears throat> well, anyway, I, I would cook lunch for the two of them. What would you make? Quesadilla. <laughs> Fried chicken, collard greens, <laughs> and watermelon. And, and by the way, when I asked about Valencia, that's what that led into. And he's, he acknowledged that he, there is a big, you know, that he was living in this neighborhood very aware of his race. Hmm. So it's, right. it's well, So you were right. Yeah. He mentioned yeah. the so same thing, guys. too, about his time in, in Montana. He said he had the cute story about how he was, like, they were the only black family, and then they saw another black guy walking down the street of the military base, and they pulled over, <laughs> and, and they, they all stopped. threw a party. Yeah, and, and they became lifelong friends. It's, a, it's an mm-hmm. amazing thing, yeah. yeah. So And, and that's what, what it's like when you're... When you see... When you're a person of color, when you're a minority, these things stand out. The I mean, moral of the story, I think, is that we're all allowed to have, we all come to this life in the total sum of our experiences, and we all have different experiences, and that oftentimes leads to disagreements, and I don't think that name-calling is uh, the best way to have the conversation, to have the conversation but, you know, it, it, it's you're allowed to... We can, we can have a there can there can have a conversation. They can have a conversation. Yeah. Name calling, not the best way to go about it, but not I mean, it's, it's it's not effective. But uh, yeah, it, we, but they have but they clearly the they clearly have had different experiences. And Buddy must have said some things that don't apply to Ricky. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I wasn't here for the first email, so what do I know? Yeah. Uh, it's you cannot know what another person until you walk a mile in their shoes. Don't we say something like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. And also I like that phrase, uh, be kind because everybody you meet is carrying some kind of burden. Mm-hmm. I was talking to this guy uh, that I meet, just a guy, an uh, older gentleman, and uh, maybe about 69 or 70 years old. Really nice guy, and he seemed accomplished in life and this and that. Well, then I come to find out his wife is uh, maybe want a divorce from him, and we get to talking further. Spo- uh, trigger warning, rape. Mm. He was... Uh, raped by an orderly in the hospital when he was in the hospital at nine years old. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, big heavy. And he was carrying that around for all his life. And it still affects him to this day. And he's just about 70 years old now. He was telling me about this. He's go to therapy now and he's dealing with Wait, it. This is somebody you just met? Uh, yeah, I meet him. We get to talking. It got pretty intense. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about intense discussions. <laughs> so um, my point is, this: uh, when he was telling me this and I'm listening, I think, wow, you really don't know what other people is carrying around with them. You see somebody on the street and you think, oh, that's just a guy. You don't know what has happened to them in their life. So, or just The New Black is a good show that kind of... I, I've been binge-watching that a little bit because I haven't finished it. Um, but they it's kind of interesting to see everybody's backstories and everybody's different thing. I don't know why that's why... No, I do know why that's why I thought of it. It's because everyone has the whole big life and even just a big day and you don't, and you don't know why they are the way they are. And yeah. That's why it's important. Yeah. Um, just like Giselle said. It's... 
Yeah, I've I've just have thought about like all the privileges that I've had, you know, and I just don't know if, what it would be like to to um, live. Yeah, uh, I can easily see myself in taking it, having everything be the same, but just have it just go south, just yeah. from one like incident, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whereas some people get by, get to fuck up multiple times, and. Um, there was a thing on uh, on uh, This American Life about a kid who broke into a house and stole a Hot Pocket and a Pepsi and ended up being sentenced to 14 years, or no, seven years in prison. For what? Seven, and yeah, a 14-year-old Why? kid. Oh, and, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Way to ruin a life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did he get out? Did they fix it? Uh, he got out earlier, but he still spent years in prison. Oh, boy. But just like, you know, a Hot Pocket. And it was like, the, you know, he lived in the neighborhood. Like, he knew the... Boy, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, if you're the victim of that, like, if, you know, would you get a say in how much, like, hey, judge, it was just a fucking Hot Pocket, and I shouldn't be eating that stuff anyhow. I don't Well, that's know. a slippery slope, though. I mean, if you start... I mean, yes, if, I think victims always have a chance to speak in... Well, most of the time have a chance to speak in, in trials. Yeah. Um, at the sentencing phase, they, there's always a, a point in which the victim speaks. But they, I, I think it's a slippery slope if you allow the victim to have some say-so in what the punishment is, other than voicing their opinion, you know, at sentencing. Right. Right? I mean, because obviously, I mean, that's, you can pay them off, or they can be afraid, or they can, you oh, know. I mean, right. you know, there's no, right. it's a slippery slope, I think. With Good fortune, maybe we don't ever have to find out for ourselves. Oh, I thought someone was... At the door? At the door. No, we were knocking on wood. The dog barking earlier was the FedEx guy. What did you get? Uh, It's... I'll tell you. Oh, what is it? Oh, I love when Marty... uh, Is this something for your wedding? Aren't you getting married in a couple days? Just go open it. Yeah. Um, It's right there. I'm not going to open it. John, you can open it. You, can I, can oh. I open it? Yeah, sure. He just said I could open it. Uh, there's what, this thing. France. I was going silent again. Well, he's France. opening. For pictures, right. for mail opening. I bet it's for wedding stuff if it's from France. Uh, I bet it's a hard drive. It's from France and it's from... Oh. Mr. Martin. <laughs> he called you Martin. Mr. Shut Martin, up. you. Oh, a Japan oh. Rail Pass. Oh. This, Japan stuff. Japan by train travel guide. It's your it's, rail pass. It's the land of my people. For your honey. It I thought you were Chinese. Now why is it right why is it coming from France? <gasps> this is your rail pass. This is it. I'm holding your ticket in mm-hmm. my hand. Yay, so, honeymoon. Yeah. So, how mu- how much did you pay for this? Uh well you can look up on yourself. I, I know, but I want you to no. tell me that you whether you know or not. I know how I'm it's it's one cheap. Japan but by train travel guide. Seven hundred and forty four dollars. Yeah. That's for two seven day passes. That's not that bad. Two seven day mm-hmm. passes. That's yeah. not that bad. I when I had a year real pass in nineteen twenty, I think is when I was uh yeah. going around. But, oh. but when I was a when teenager were, the original murder on the Orient Express. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I believe that my year real pass was three months for two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm. I think that's right. I don't even know what a year rail pass is. <laughs> can, you, can you explain what that is? For well, the it just listeners? means that you have this pass and that you can go anywhere on any train in Europe. You just flash it and you don't have to buy a ticket. Oh, Although some, some places make you go ahead and get the ticket, but you, fast the, you flash the, the card and they give you the ticket. Nice. Yeah. 
And that's that, that's essentially what this is. And, cool. And it, they do it for tourists. They, you can't get it when you live there. When are you going to Japan? October. Oh, so like right after the wedding? Uh, a couple weeks after, yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah. So guys, this... Um, we're probably, I, I think I'm going to be uh, up north at the uh, headquarters of Schmoogle uh, oh. next week. So I think we're going to do a Sunday podcast and mm-hmm. we're going to do that live. Uh, so if you guys want to tune in, we're going to have brisket and. Not for you, listener. Yeah, yeah. So unless you make your own fucking brisket. I believe that if somebody were to send in enough money that you would freeze dry. Or pack it in whatever dry ice, and you would send the brisket to a listener oh. for the right price. Uh, can we believe. have mm-hmm. the brisket with a side of simmering rage? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're all out of that. <laughs> we we run let's, out. Let's hope yeah. we fresh out of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> I know my phone's out of juice. What, so why didn't you plug it in? I because I kept plugging it in, and it's not. And I think it's the cord is oh. not. Is not charging fast enough. The app is taking up more juice than can go in it through the cord. Gotcha. Oh. So it was slowly, slowly going. It's operating out. on a juice deficit. A juice deficit, that's yeah. right. A deficit, I think, deficit. is what we say. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you. What's that guy's name? Which is not a Jew deficit. A Jew deficit is. That's when, what we have. That's what we have. There's not enough juice. Yeah. What? Got you. I'm a Yeah. My kids call me a Jew. Well, you didn't you convert? I have not converted, but oh. I, I, you know, I, it's funny. I was walking down the street the other, I was running. I was running to pick up Stella at the train, and I go by this sort of play, this Hillel place where there's always uh, Jews running around, and uh, and one of them, uh, he goes, um, he goes, hey, he's like on the phone, and he like put the phone, and he goes, hey, are you a Jew? <laughs> and I, I like stopped, and I was actually flattered. I went, "Oh, uh, uh, yes." <laughs> I said, "Yes, I am." I sort of felt, I kind of puffed my chest up. I'm very proud. He goes, "Hey, do you want to stop and do the ha 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 whatever you know, some prayer or something that he wanted to do?" And I, I was like, "I can't because I had to pick up Stella at the train, so I couldn't do it." But, uh, but I was like, "No." He goes, "Just takes a minute. Just takes a minute." I'm like, "I can't. I can't." And I ran away, and the, slowly he faded away. Is mm. my, uh, but I felt so. Honored so that we don't he, have a jufacit, huh? We don't have a jufacit. No, we. I get. Well, I. He. He. He seems. He, what the here, fuck is going on with your life? Exactly. Here is an unbiased guy looking from the outside at my big fat ass and saying that guy's a Jew. That's a big fat Jew running down the street right there. And I thought <laughs> I am. I'm honored. Were you making kind of Jewy noises when you were running? <laughs> I was a whine. I'm gonna be late. My daughter. <laughs> I gotta go pick her up from the train. Ah, oi, ugh. I hope I don't have to go downstairs. What if there's a quake? Ugh, oh, God. So, yeah, do I have to, when I do the brisket, do I have to like boil it in ketchup? You know? Just don't do a bris. Don't, you, oh, don't bring the bris kit. He put yeah. the bris in brisket. Put, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be able to eat brisket again. <laughs> Why? Little fatty the, bits. Yeah. All those, all those fatty you know bits. Chewy bits. I do. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not disgusted by it. We have, you think it's perfectly natural I to eat somebody's foreskin? You yeah. treat us to a light show in here. All the well, the, the Chinese will eat anything. Come it's true. on, like they ghost, and they keep changing color. They go from orange to red, yeah, purple, what, yellow. This what, is pretty yeah, what, exciting. What is, it's like a rave in here. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. the hell is going on? I should have brought my pills. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, your pain pill. And the alcohol. We could have taken with the alcohol. What do you have? Oxycodone? Something like that, yeah. That's nasty stuff. See, you don't deserve it. it. You You don't don't even know what it is. You should bring them in and give them to me. That's what I'm saying. And they get you addicted like that. The midge kept saying, he's like, do you want to take the stronger stuff? I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm I'm interested in it. It makes me so constipated. I'd rather poop and be in pain than not poop and not that feel That happened pain. to my yeah. friend. She didn't poop for like two it, it's, days. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's quite pain. gnarly. Listen to Jason Mewes talk about it. Yeah. Oh, pretty gnarly. Yeah. You, don't, you don't poop for days. It's I true. I don't like oh. that. Did, yeah. When did you have some? Well, I had a uh, kidney stone. Oh, boy. And uh, 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 the end of the story is I'm going, I, I look at and find this little photo album, mini photo album. I'm looking through it and I go, when the when the fuck was my mom here? And uh, Julie was like, "Well, y- y- she was here over the thank you know Thanksgiving break, and she was here for a week." And I went, "What?" And it's because the whole time I was completely jacked on Percocet mm-hmm. and had forgotten that my mother had come. For yeah, a week, for, a, like for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gone. Like I hadn't driven. I hadn't, uh, I just basically been trying to, because I was on Vicodin, and then all that was gone was the pain. The only thing left was the pain. The Vicodin did so, it numbed everything except the pain was still there. And then the urologist goes, Vicodin? (laughs) You don't need Vic, take these. Gave me the Percocet, and then it was like, lights out. I don't like it. I just don't like it at all. This is the first time I've driven in like four days today. Well, I think your approach is exactly right, by the way. I mean, I think that if you try the ibuprofen, I'm actually surprised at how much ibuprofen can work. It works better better than you better I mean, than one would probably think. Probably thinning the fuck out of my blood. Are you but smoking like, marijuana? No, I don't. Does that help? I, I don't I I don't smoke weed, otherwise I would. That might help a lot, but when you don't do You're it. not supposed to smoke with these things. I get a dry oh, socket. I'd right. probably have to do edibles and I can't do anything crunchy because I do have little candies in my house. What do you mean dry socket? What's that dry mean? Sock. Dry socket. What's that mean? It's when you that's why you can't drink out of a straw and you can't smoke or anything while you have these holes in your mouth. Because when you suck or something like that, it like it it can it can reopen the um, clots. Yeah, and you can get a blood clot, and it's really oh, painful. Boy. So um, that's why it's soft foods. And thank God I don't smoke anymore. But um, oh, God. oh yeah, so I I remember a lot of people use their wisdom teeth surgeries in order to get themselves to quit smoking because you can't do it for like oh, seven days or something like that. Give you a ramp up. There's no, there is no way that your average smoker. Stop smoking for oh, any reason. Oh, I know. Uh, they've, I've seen them use that for an excuse and then continue to start smoking. You see smokers with holes in their throat. Still smoking. Smoking yeah. through well, the I hole. I mean, at that point, like, why it's the fuck stop? at all. Honestly. Hey, did they give you your wisdom teeth? Do you have the actual I teeth? recall because looking I at them. Could be a nice pair of earrings. You know, I didn't, I didn't end up taking them. I have a very wavy memory of me... Well, I was telling jokes the whole time, and I was like, let me see those fuckers. And were, were you doing your routine? Your, your <laughs> no, they put the IV They put the IV in my arm first. Holy shit. And I have the Take worst a picture of that. of that. Tweet that out. Um, wow, that's a serious bruise. That's, that's a track mark if I've ever seen that. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be fucking heroin. Bruise. But they ended up putting it in my hand, and so they put the needle in, and immediately I started feeling it. And I was like, is this a bad sign to tell you guys I have to go pee? And they were like... Uh, uh, what? And I was like, I told you I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they started. Like, and it killed. 
Oh, I crushed. It was a perfect joke you for them. You were killing. Oh, I crushed. They're having you back next week. They are, yeah. For real. They're like, we're going to bring her back. She's fun. Yeah, you got a couple dozen more. We yeah. want to get I think maybe yeah. some of those other teeth need to come out. Yeah, pretty much. But then I I just remember going to sleep. Keep pulling. Keep pulling, I'm, baby. I'm killing. I'm killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they and then they. I remember falling asleep. I woke up again. And I was like, "When are you gonna get started?" And they're like, "Oh, we only have one more." I was like, "One more? You guys are fucking magicians!" And then I fell back asleep. And then I looked at the teeth at one point. I don't know how I got my cell phone. Someone must have given it to me. I don't know how my glasses got back on my face. This oh wow, lot worked out. I thought the midge was there. It was it was a nice time. I have a nice video of me trying to drink water for the first time. Maybe I'll tweet that out. Oh, that's good. It's do you do you have funny. memories? Do you think you have memories of things that you know now didn't happen? Like things you well, I midge, think that I'm just getting con- well, oh, I'm yeah, getting confused yeah, exactly. with when the midge left me in the beginning to when he came and got me, but I don't I don't know if I was in the waiting room or when he got there's just so he a was lot. there at some point. He did show up eventually to come and get me. <laughs> where where was he at the beginning? He well he dropped me off and then Why? Um, where was he going? He I told him I said doctor give him my prescription so that that shit's done uh. by the time I um get out and then uh. he was like so he went and apparently it only took like 20 minutes so okay I'm posting this video of me trying to drink water my face is so big it's Really, though. I want to see it. Let me see it. Okay, hold on. Because um, I don't wisdom, have a phone. Wisdom teeth drink trial. This is the worst tweet I've ever done. Good podcast. Nooner. Uh, at Nooner. Dan Marty. Nooner podcast. Excuse me. Okay. Um, that is someone a else? huge phone, by the way. My Thank God, you. that's a big <laughs> thing. It's like a slice of pizza. <laughs> Size queen. I got more phone where that came from. <laughs> I think. Oh, let's see. Oh, we did it again. We oh, went silent. Look, baby, look how look, swollen you look your like face is. Oh, Aww. you look so cute. Oh, sweetie. I, oh my goodness! I just want to dig your cheeks in my face. And that would have hurt so bad kissing. if you would have done that. It like you almost look. You look like a different person. I know it's like really weird. really weird. Yeah. Can you put out that onto the internet? I did. I he put did. it on Twitter. But you know what I like about it? You still seem. You still seem lighthearted. There's still a twinkle in your eye. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like about I didn't it. Lose my you spark. have an, an right. indomitable spirit. That's it right. Cannot be dominated. That's exactly right. <laughs> Not by any drugs. No. That is. You got to come with more than Percocet. To yeah. You can't take you, can't you take down. down. Take down Cardenas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was at a party once, and um, there is a my roommate at the time. He's he comes to us and he's like, hey, I raided the medicine cabinet and had painkillers, like Percocets. Like to party with? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, And so we (laughs) we, uh, all like distributed them and took them. And then I remember talking with this one girl and I was like, you know, I was like 24 or something. I'm like, yeah, I'm really cool. Like, you know, my friend, we we got some, you know, Vicodin from the medicine cabinet. And then I guess I didn't know that she was like in recovery and so I got, we got a worried call the next day about like, okay, so-and-so just said like, you know, is really worried about your friend that he needs to steal pills from the medicine cabinet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and also stay out of my shit. 
So <laughs> I'm gonna go do a party. Hey, I raided the medicine cabinet of my my father, and and I got some Zocor. And <laughs> who want to do it? Oh my god, I my. <laughs> I can pee and stop and pee and stop. No problem. No leaking here. I got some Coumadin. <laughs> Check my cholesterol. It's way down. Yeah, I got some Simvastatin. God, you really know your, your stuff. My father was talking to him on the Skypes and he was telling me all the drugs, what his take. Oh, wow. Now, he have blood thinner, blood thickener, cholesterol lower, Heart, this and that. So he's taking the blood thinner to to thin the the, the, the effects of the thickener. He took too much thickener. So then back to the thinner. It's like making a gravy. They're trying so every, to get it just so right. So every drug that he's degree. taking has a counter one that counteracts yeah. the drug that he's taking. And then he have to t- he taking for cholesterol, and then he taking something a uh, prilosec, prilo this type of thing. Prilosec, isn't that isn't that what I'm for my heartburn? Commercial is? Yeah, yeah, that's my commercial. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! You don't even know what it's Prilosec. No, it's like that sounds so familiar. That yeah, that it's product. On every, that's on this. I know what Prilosec is. It every time I get my fucking nails done. Yay. Oh, there's John. Yay! Uh, guys, let's, every let's, time you see it, think John's children new have shoes. new shoes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's um, get some plugs out of the way. Do you have any? Uh, are you going to leave the house again soon? I yeah. really uh, can't wait to go back home. <laughs> Aww. Um. Uh no. Okay. I don't have anything coming up. All right. That's okay. But if you want to see um if you want to see Cassandra <laughs> drink a glass of water. I'm probably going to yeah, you, you can, can check, check Twitter. Twitter. Actually, that's what you do. You go follow Her her your social media activity will go way up right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll probably so, yeah. post I have three different videos of me on those drugs and I'll probably smash them together and put them on my Instagram later. There we go. And are you going to bring the midge on Sunday? Yeah, if I can. Okay. If can you can find come? him. Yeah, if, you, if, if I can fucking find that uh, little guy. He hides under pillows and he's stuff. He's so cute. He's been writing all, he wrote all night. Just, oh. yeah. I thought you were going to say he was riding the dog all night. I, no, yeah. <laughs> just like a horsey. Yeah, just like a horsey. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if he has, uh, if he's, if he's he likes not on brisket. Deadline. Okay. If he's not on deadline, we would love to have him. Okay. I think his deadline was this morning, so. All right. I'm doing a telling a story about art and the body. Uh, it's this storytelling show. I'm one of many, uh, 10 or so, I don't know, storytellers. And that's called uh, Tasty Words. You can go to tastywords.com or also onto my website, pod, uh, no, no, dadgiselleshow.com, I think is where it is listed. Anyway, and that's on uh, September 3rd. That's this Saturday. And then Sunday, the 11th in Malibu, I'm doing, uh, participating in a show called Tales by the Sea, what is storytellers, but I'm going to be doing some, uh, unlicensed life coaching, improvisational, meet audience, and just try to help people meet their problems. And what day is that? That is Sunday the 11th. Never forget. Never forget. Let's say you had to coach me in two sentences, like okay. I had to speed coach. What is your problem? Oh, so really quick. Uh, yeah. A lot of times, I, um, I get I get angry. Okay, uh, uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, take deep breath. See if you can start to recognize when it happened, and just take a step back from the situation to give yourself a little breathing space to calm down. Then you can come back to the situation with a little more calmer mind. Also, uh, uh, chewing. Chewing on uh, tobacco. Nice. 
Wow, I think anybody would be lucky to to be involved. The chewing on tobacco was uh, was trying to make a, a comedic effect. It was hilarious. It, it, it did not work. Don't <laughs> chew tobacco. Don't chew tobacco. Don't chew tobacco. Caleb. 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 Yeah. Caleb. That was not funny, and I should for not have said sake, it. For fuck's sake, Caleb! Don't chew tobacco. <laughs> it's fucking worse for you than sugar. Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, John, do you have anything to plug? I don't. Okay. I'll. I just. I would like to say that I, I appreciate each and every one of you. And all of our listeners. Yeah, I want to say it too. Uh, John, I love you so much. Oh, thanks. You're a fantastic person. Thank you. And I love your passion. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. And I have done things uh, in our friendship together that have hurt you. Not just today, which mm. was on purpose, but other times. It's kind of a pattern. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you keep coming back. You yeah. keep coming back. Yeah. Who's, you, the, who's the real person at fault? Well, you I'm, are yeah. a perfect combination of you alert me slash call me on it yeah. and also forgive me and oh. give me another chance. You Always. are a very good friend. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Um, I will be in aisle 13 of Home Depot picking out um, some weather stripping. So if you want to <laughs> catch me there, uh, there's, a, there's a cover. You have to get a, it's a, it's a, I love your gigs. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I try to, I think that there's, you, you know, get you people to, out in the world. To, yeah. You have to do, every, and, and you can't turn down a gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this is how Will Ferrell and his, and Adam McKay started. They were doing gigs in weird places, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and I'm next. I'm, I'm the next you Will You're the next Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, McKay together. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, guys, if, uh, so, Sunday, I'll tweet out all the deets because I have to confirm with Will Wilkins. Okay. Um, so will Bill be there? I don't know. I will uh, do. I'll ask him. And can I just give last minute shout out to Joseph Douglas Watson, who I've been having a nice tweet conversation yeah, with. Yeah, he was I, talking I about like his so his uh, Jew cleanse. <laughs> no, he said Jews. Jews. Jews cleanse. cleanse. It's always the Jews. Which I laugh at, but I'm not allowed to laugh at that. Uh, so <laughs> you can laugh at whatever you want. But so uh, I feel guilty. Um, <laughs> we will. I'll tweet all that stuff out to you. And You're not the, laughing maniacally. The lesson for today. <laughs> the lesson it's for today out. is yeah. to not call people names and to use reasoning and listening as you as you. Uh, Engage in discourse, and yeah. we will see. And don't eat sugar. And don't eat sugar. Two things, Caleb. And don't chew tobacco. Yeah, three things, Caleb. And love believe, each other. And believe in yourself. Caleb. Caleb. And walk a mile in everybody else's shoes. Well, Caleb. Carries some yeah. Lysol. Some when the van comes with candy, get in, because candy's yummy. Get in. Caleb. Well, you have, but not if the candy's processed and has a lot of sugars in it. Only natural <laughs> candy. Natural yeah. candies. That's yeah. fruit, Caleb. You want to go with the hippie molester, okay? <laughs> we will see you next Love. Sunday. Love. Sunday, bye.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.